hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Comcast. This week's beer of the week, and is since it is post October, this is not a pumpkin beer. This is a beer that I just had recently. A wonderful beer brought to us by Big Lug Canteen Brewing, and that's right, Canteen, like the round thing you bring with water on the cattle trail. Canteen, name of the brewery, not my name. This beer is called Baywatch. This is a fruit beer that is a rotating German wheat beer, aka a Hefenweizen. So this is a fruit beer Hefenweizen. Uh, this is a rotating tap at Big Lug Canteen Brewery, and this is a very citrusy beer. It is mildly sweet, mildly tart. It is a full-bodied fruit beer. Um, it is a wonderful taste. It is a wonderful, um, a wonderful beer for wine lovers. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, of certain types of wine. So this has an ABV of 4.5%. And a 3.62 bottle cap rating on untapped.com. So go, please, and go get some uh, Baywatch beer. And go just go check out the array of beers offered at Big Lug Canteen Brewing. Uh, but especially this Baywatch, you're going to love it. Now let's get into the episode. Longtime friend. I started comedy with him a long time ago. We've been friends for a while. And he is here in the studio. First time guest, Mr. Wilcon Cannon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Comcast. I am Ryan, as always, your host. And joining me, as always, is Cody. What up, what up? How is everybody? I am your Oink Master General. Welcome. Thank you for filling in the ranks of the Pig Milker Army today. I am proud to present a longtime friend. I started comedy with this guy. I was there for his first show. Uh, please welcome Mr. Wilcon Cannon, everybody. Hi, uh, thanks, <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I yeah. like that Oink Master General. That's yeah, pretty good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, this is, you are, you are now a, an official guest um, for the Pig Milker Army. We are the Pig Milking Cult. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how we turned into that. It came out. I said, a, I said. I just wanted to be a cult. Yeah. We just want to be a cult really, really bad. I don't know why. I wanted to be the wet-ass cult. We're not being the wet-ass cult. Well, okay. Because if we're if we're the wet-ass cult, we're never going to... The one rule we have is to never listen to Cardi B. We're never dry. <laughs> That's <laughs> the one fucking rule. We're never dry. I just really want to wear some kind of robe. Yeah, you guys are... That would be weird if that's your whole thing of your gang is just never dry. We're never dry. Who are these wet motherfuckers over here? It's like like from from Home Alone. It's just like we're the wet bandits. Yeah, we're the wet bandits. We're just gonna... Are we just gonna flood people's basements? I mean, they did, so... Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. I haven't watched this all the way through, but I really want to. You've never watched one Home Alone (laughs) all the way through? I probably have when I was a little kid, but I like... Don't remember it. I know that he's home alone, but that's all I can tell you. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Joe Pesci's in one of them, and he's like my—he's my favorite actor ever. Yeah. I was gonna get actually a Joe Pesci tattoo, and uh, are you fucking? Well, <laughs> that's great. The idea for it's really cool. So you know how people get like knuckle tats, right? I was just gonna get Joe Pesci on my knuckles because it fits. Like it would be J O E D. Oh my god! It was to the point where like I got a quote from a tattoo artist and. He was too busy, but I, I don't know. I'm, so, I'm thinking about getting on the insides, maybe, so it's not 
just out there. This is like, hey, (laughs) Joe Pesci, you big fan? (laughs) That would, that would be fucking, that would be great. It would be, it would be cool if you had like a timeline, like you got him in uh, Goodfellas Mm -hmm. and then you fast forward and you got him at Home Alone. Honestly, I don't know if anybody has a Joe Pesci tattoo. I've never seen one. I bet if you Google it, you can find one. I really fucking... I'd be surprised. There's people with full... I mean, I've seen Joe Rogan post about the tattoos. It's his full fucking face. Everybody gets one of him, though. No, no, not everybody. A lot of people. I don't know. Enough people like Goodfellas enough that someone, I'm sure, has one. Right. I probably like Goodfellas enough to get a Goodfellas tattoo. I'm like, see, look at that shit. Several, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Someone has a Home Alone one. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a fucking good one right there. He's a... Yeah, that he's got the burnt head. He has fucking... uh, Why is he next to the Jesus tattoos? That's That's probably the same artist. God damn it. He also has... um, What's his name? Uh... I talked about him before. I said I said Adam Couch looked like him. Uh, shit, I can't mm-hmm. fucking remember. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck you said Adam Couch looked like. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Joe Pesci, the other day I'm working from home now, and I just don't have anything to do, and I had enough time. So that, what is working from home entail? Um, I do quality assurance so like you know oh, okay yeah you call somewhere and they're like uh this call is being recorded for quality like i'm pretty much just the person listening to that phone call wait no shit you yeah. that like that's an actual fucking thing oh yeah yeah what yeah so 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 pre-covid would you still do that from home um they i've worked at this place before like five years ago and like yeah they would have people working from home there but now it's at the point where uh i don't think that they're gonna have the people like if they wanted me to come back to the office, I wouldn't do it. Right. Fuck no. No, not at all. It's clear that everyone can work from home and there's not really a reason for people mm-hmm, to right. use up that real estate in there. That's the way they're doing it with a lot of people at my work. A lot of the people, they're just, if they can work from home, they're staying home and then yeah. they're bringing in more people later whenever they can. Right. Yeah. And, and this, I, this yeah. place will probably, I imagine, they've went from like a bigger building to a smaller one, I think, and they're probably going to go to a smaller one just having less people. Like there's some people that I guess it's necessary to come in, like the people who do orientation and right. stuff like that, training people. But uh, yeah, I imagine they're going to, I mean, why pay more rent for a building? You can exactly. It just it just bring them in when they have to like to have a meeting right. or do training or a review or something like that. Yeah. Fuck, you could do. I I work weekends now, and I my supervisor gave me my annual review from home. Yeah, she just goes. She just text. She texts me. She's like, I. She took a screenshot of my review and sent it to me. She's like, here's your review. <laughs> And she's like, "Do you have any questions?" I was like, "No, sounds good." Okay, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Like that was. I don't work from home, but I, I've seen like Twitter and a bunch of other major companies. A lot of them are just gonna stay home now after this. Might as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it gave people an opportunity to realize how functional we can be at home mm-hmm. and how unfunctional we can be at home. Mm-hmm. Right. I know a lot of people at my work also work from home, and I personally am friends with somebody that works from home, and she says as long as she gets her work done, like a normal, like in a normal setting, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. That's know? what I was going to ask. Do you have to work a full eight hours or whatever? Um, today, if I'm going to be honest, I clocked in at like eight o'clock and went back to bed until 11 o'clock. <laughs> like, dude, because they have me, I have a quota that I have to meet, and it varies, but it's usually about like 20 phone calls I have to listen to for the week. So these are already pre-recorded, and you have yeah. to go, okay, okay. Right. So, like, I'll have to listen. I can listen to one, like, a day before. 
and awesome. I'll, I'll just pick like ones that are like maybe eight minutes long. Uh-huh. Even if I was picking the longest ones, I'm not. I'm gonna have most of my week free, so I'll just right. do like a couple of those. Right. And, I mean, I'm finding stuff wrong with them. I'm doing what they want me to do. Yeah. I does think it, it's, does it yeah. pay? How does it, does it pay? Okay, yeah, like, like twelve you, bucks an hour. That's not bad. Yeah, no. that's really not that bad. You <laughs> literally to clock in and sleep for another three, three hours three and get up. Yeah. We're just we're not going to name where he works because they probably won't be happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy though. That's that's actually really cool. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, with my weekend job, I thought about getting a second job, and I was just like. Do I really fucking want that? I don't want one. <laughs> no, I don't. I work too much already. I do not want to do I've that. I've heard of a couple of people like who have a position like mine where they can work from home and they're like, okay, most of my day is free and they get just a second job mm-hmm. and they're working like maybe 40 hours a week, probably even less than that and making like, I don't know, maybe you have two $12 an hour jobs. Right. You, if you think about it, you could listen to calls while delivering pizzas. Right. You could, If you think about it. It's, uh, that would be tough. You have to right. do like... I mean, it takes, there's a lot of resources I have to look right. in, but it still doesn't take that long. You probably couldn't, it's hard to multitask when you write to it, but right. but you could get all your calls done early early in the day and then go do delivery for sure. Mm-hmm. That's crazy though. That's they, pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Because I don't even have to be at my computer because they give me, uh, I feel like I'm getting too much information about this place now. <laughs> they, uh, they give me like a burner phone and... Uh, so, like, the way they can tell if I'm working is we open Microsoft Teams, uh, like, every day, and someone can, like, call me or whatever right. to make sure I'm at my desk. But I can just open it on – I've done it before where I just open it on my phone and, like, go outside, walk my dog and stuff. So – Well, well hey, that's fine. You uh, There is a chance, like- though, that they can be like, hey, we need you to do something. Because you're kind of, like – I'm only listening to those phone calls all week, but, like, I'm kind of also on call. Someone hits me up, like, hey, so-and-so is out today, or we need you to do a task or whatever. Like, I'm kind of – I can't go too far. Like, I wouldn't leave my house during work. Right, 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 exactly. Which is fine. I mean, I mean, as long as you got, like, your working hours, and after that, you're fucking done, and you're, mm-hmm. you're shutting off for the day. Like, as long as you have a schedule, and you, obviously, you know, you can work the system how you want and still function throughout your day. I mean, I, I assume it's probably mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. I feel like as long as you get your work done, nobody's going to complain. Say shit. Nobody's no. going to complain to you. Yeah. Uh-uh. And that's the way I feel, too. As long as I, I go in, I get what I need done, and I do it the right way, nobody's going to say a fucking word to me or any other anything, mm-hmm. you know. Have you ever heard uh, my joke I tell about the guy, like, at the call center showing me his gun? Yeah, I have So, that it's that place I'm working at again. <laughs> uh, is, have you reconnected with your old friend, the gun owner? <laughs> uh, I ran into him a couple years ago. I mean, he's a cool dude. He was, like, I tell that story like he's... A crazy guy. He was actually like really, like relaxed and. Hey, bro, want to see my gun? Well, I feel like if you meet somebody that asks you initially if you want to see my gun, it's probably good he's relaxed. Yeah, Yeah. and I tell that joke like kind of as if I'm like super anti-gun a little bit because it's kind of like a, it's not really a pro-gun joke, Mm. but like. Me, like, in the moment, like, him showing me his gun, I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty cool, because I think pistols are cool. Right. To me, it feels like it's more of a, a fucking weirdo with a gun joke. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like a lot things. of weirdos with guns, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a lot of weirdos without them. Yeah. And if this, But if what's more what's more dangerous? What's, what's, more, what's scarier, a weirdo with a gun or a weirdo with the availability to get anything else? A weirdo with a knife. <laughs> I, I, I would think a weirdo... 
like a weird person with the availability to get anything besides a gun. Because the gun's too easy, man. Like, he could come at you with, like, a fucking weed whacker, and who knows what he's going to do with you. Oh, I'd fuck someone up with a weed whacker. If he was coming <laughs> with a weed whacker, dude, I'm kicking the shit out of that guy. <laughs> but I feel like weirdos would use guns. They would use something else. Like, they'd come at you with... they come at you with, like, fucking paper clips. With, or, or with, like, an AIDS condom or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something crazy. Right, right, right. That's funny. So, I seen that you chopped the mullet off, dude. Yeah, I was just... Uh, it didn't grow... Like, it's right. not an even haircut. Like, there's right. different layers on top and on the sides and the back. So, it doesn't grow in super well. Right. So, you didn't Joe Dirt it. You are just... Um, you got you were too much Indiana for it. Well, I was almost found myself in a Joe Dirt kind of situation because, like, I didn't... I don't really want to go into a business and stuff and be that close with someone when I don't want to. So then right. it kind of yeah. became a thing where I was like, well, I have a mullet and like <laughs> I can get a haircut, but like, I don't want to. Cause like, it's, I feel like maybe it's not safe. And it was, yeah. it was a thing where people were like, doesn't, you know, we can just cut it. Yeah. I did know I could just cut it, but I didn't want to because I was being considerate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Adam. Adam doesn't give a shit. Adam, Adam is a mullet. Yeah. Adam mm-hmm. is a mullet. He works right? at a pawn shop and tells jokes he works on the at side. A pawn shop. He's at a pawn shop now? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, he works at a pawn shop back home. From what I understand, he fucking loves it. Dude, he yeah. seems like a guy who'd be super into They that. only yeah. hired him because he does comedy and he has a mullet. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I mean, he... Oh, that's when he... That's the place where he walked in? Yeah. Yeah. Video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they literally hired him because he does that. And then he does security for his main job. And... Who's not going to hire a security guard with a mullet? Right. And yeah. Adam Adam Couch is a big guy. He's, he's a bigger a big guy. guy. I mean, so he'll protect you and you can touch his hair. Right. Yeah. So. I bet a pawn shop would be an interesting job. I mean, if you're someone who's just interesting and, like, interested in, like, yeah. random stuff, that would be cool. I remember the last time he came on, he had a few stories for us. They were pretty, they were pretty fucking weird. I think he said, he said that that day, somebody come in and was, like, yeah. pointing a gun at him, trying to, like, yeah. sell it to he's him. He's like, hey, man, how much you give me for this? Yeah. <laughs> Pointed at him. How much is like the cheapest gun you can get from a pawn shop? You think? Probably like one ninety nine. I would say yeah, like a hundred dollars. I would say like a hundred dollars. Probably give him for hundred. I say you can. I say that you could buy, depending on what pawn shop you go to. And I'm I'm, I'm like a small town, you know, maybe in the south or Florida. Uh, not calling any pointing any fingers, but I feel like you could walk into a pawn shop and be like, "Hey, here's two pennies and a fucking bale of hay." Yeah, and here I, you can have. Well, a gun. I feel like Florida, they just find guns on streets. Yeah, so I know. We sh- I know. In a previous episode, last episode or two episodes ago, we shit on Rule King, and it's just like if you, uh, if you want to, if you want to buy a gun, they'll give it to fucking anybody. Go to Rule King. Yeah, they pretty much do. Which is, which is, I mean. We both we both own guns. Do you uh, do you own? I don't gun? have one. Yeah, I don't. But have you one, really but want like, one, don't you? Well, I've just grown up, <laughs> grown up like in a super rural area. Exactly. Like, yeah. I grew up like in the Indiana or what are they called Hoosier National Forest. Right. So, like, yeah, I grew up like handling them and like knowing how to shoot and stuff. Right. But it's I, one of those things. I've never bought one, but I think it would because I'm not like super like pro gun rights or anything. But I just think a pistol is a cool little machine. You know? Yeah. It would be nice to have one just to. I don't know, just like take apart and stuff. Just to like, like look at. Yeah, they're cool. Look at and just picture your Maybe enemies. Shoot. Walk outside and just, just like pop, pop, pop. All right, I'm done. Fuck, just picture your fucking enemies inside yeah. of it, you know? Just Yeah. I, yeah, I, I and, and let's be honest, see, but you with a gun, though, it takes away your finesse because you are the biggest shit talker I've ever met. Oh, in my yeah, life. I would never I would never take it out anyway. No, no, you would never take it out. But that see, it takes away from your finesse, though. It's just like, I got a gun. But see, you're just like the biggest shit talker I've ever met in my life, Wilcon Cannon biggest ever we would be outside of an open mic just 
telling jokes, hanging out with everybody outside, and we're facing the main road. Um, and there's somebody walking down the sidewalk on the other side, and he goes, he just yells something at them. I had no idea who the fuck they are. <laughs> All no right. idea. All right. Whenever I yell at someone, though, it's either, it's usually something nice. No, or, it's not. It's usually or, something or, nice. Or if it's something mean, then they deserved it. I <laughs> it's usually something nice. You're, you're famous. You're famous for if, if, uh, if, if people will not quit talking during your set on stage. Well, uh, I'll say whatever. Yeah, you, it does not matter. You, you okay? So if you talk during one of Wilcon Cannon sets on stage, he will make you feel like you probably just should have never been born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm better about that now because like I don't know. I'm just less of a mean person since I stopped drinking. Yeah. Like so, I try to. I, I don't know. One of my favorite people, uh, comics right now is Sam Morell, and he has like a lot of videos where people interrupt him and stuff, and he's. So good with hecklers, but he's like not mean to him. So you should pull one up real quick. Pull up a Sam Arill with hecklers. Sam video. Arill. Also, he's got a special on uh, uh, YouTube called "I Got This." Uh, it's like the it's a mo. Oh, okay. It's like my favorite special I've seen in a super long time. You guys kind of look alike. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, should I do like heckler video? Oh uh, yeah, just type in heckler and one will come up. Oh, that was Bill. It's Kickler. I'm sorry. Try to swear about Googling. There's that two minute one right there. Uh, or one oh, the one. one where they try to order drinks pretty funny. Which one? The second one. This one? Yeah. Come on, don't pop an ad. There we go. I can hear every word you're saying. Everybody's quiet. I got it. Alright, just. No. You need another drink? Yeah, that's not my jurisdiction. Do you see the mic? Do I look like I'm taking orders up here? Patron? Yeah, yeah, not, I'm not gonna do it. You want it? One shot? I didn't give a shit about the numbers, the principle. What if I just took her order and you guys are like, he's, he's just going to leave right now? <laughs> no. There was a point in my career when I might have. Nine late night appearances, three specials. Get your own fucking drink. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, him and Moshe Kasher are probably my favorite comedians right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... I haven't, I have not even watched any specials recently. There's just, there's so many. And by the time I can sit down and watch one, there's like 10 more I want to watch. Yeah. And it's just, I just don't have time for any of that. Right. Right. Lately. Of course, everybody, like, they're putting out a lot. They're putting out a lot of specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of, one that I really liked, um, is, and I can't remember his fucking name. I had it at the top of my head, is, uh, the guy who put it on YouTube. And it was in snippets. Mark Norman? No, no, it was in snippets. And um, damn, I cannot remember his name. Let's see, who's put him on on YouTube? Sam Real put. He was like the kind of first guy in this new uh, this new trend of people doing it. He right. did it. Uh, Mark Norman put one up. It was last year. Okay, Hannibal Burris put up Miami Nights. It was. Um, um, that's more recent than that. He does these Instagram stories. He does these Instagram stories where he's just shit talking uh, all different types of politics. 
and I cannot remember his name. I can't remember his name either. I know who you're talking about, though. Uh, he was on Dylan? No, uh, he was on TFAT K a lot. Yeah, he's on um, TFK a lot. He's on something that's burning with Andrew Schultz. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Schultz. Okay. Yeah, at, he had yeah. a Crowdwork special that I watched. That was pretty funny. Yeah, Adam Schultz. He put out that. He put out that YouTube uh, special, and it was just in like, like, like ten, ten minute snippets. Mm-hmm. It was fucking great. It was ten minute snippets, and he had like six or seven of them, and it was fucking awesome. Well, I, mean, I know he was doing it, and then people started having him on their podcasts and stuff, and be like, "Why do you do this?" And like, because people don't really watch videos, you know. More than twenty minutes, and it's hard for to keep people for two and a half hours. Right, so. it, it's smart thinking. It really is. I mean, if you see something, so I feel like podcasts are different, though. Unless obviously it's if you watch it on YouTube, because obviously if you're sitting there on YouTube watching a six-hour Joe Rogan podcast, I mean, like you don't have anything else better to do. No, and but if you sit down for two hours and listen to this or an hour and a half or whatever, it's different than watching a movie or you're not going to sit down and watch a fucking YouTube video unless it's a podcast for an hour and a half. I mean, unless it's interesting. Unless you're just like a documentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting, but not not like a comedy special. And honestly, a lot of comics get their best jokes in in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. And then after that, it's kind of, it's it's almost like a fill-in. Mm-hmm. Dude, did you see um, Andrew Schultz's Crowdwork special? No, either of you. No. He's got one of those, and uh, Moshe Kasher also has a crowdwork special. It's super funny. No, I did. Uh, it's I, not a special, actually. It's an album. He he makes that clear because there's no video of it. It's just audio. Oh, that's he, cool. He wanted to specifically do a, an audio only crowdwork special. That's cool. <laughs> I did like uh, I did like Adam Ray's. Uh, Adam Ray made a crowdwork special, I and I did it. like his. It, it's actually really good. Adam Ray's a funny guy. He's good at. He's really good at impressions. Oh really? And uh, they have a really good podcast uh, about last night. It's a uh, him and um, I can't think of fucking names today. It's uh, Brad. Yeah, him and Brad Williams. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, him and Brad Williams. I don't know. You gotta have like having that that quick, fast reply doing crowd work and stuff. What's your okay? So what's your mm-hmm. what's your go to? Do you have a go to? Like if somebody just shouts something stupid, what's your go to? Um, <clears> sometimes <throat> it depends what they say and shit. Like um, if I. Just the thing that comes to the top of my head is... Okay, like, so let's just... So you're telling a joke and I go, you suck! And say, why do you have that tight fucking shirt on? <laughs> tight <laughs> fucking shirt And it doesn't matter if you're wearing one. I heard... I can't remember who I even heard say that, dude. But it was some comic and he was like, dude, yeah, if you say someone's got a tight shirt, that's the perfect thing. Like, you can't say anything back to that. <laughs> why is your shirt really. so tight, bro? That <laughs> <laughs> is the tightest... Like, are you all right? Can you breathe in there? Like, that's just how tight your shirt is. My, uh... I haven't I did I haven't really had a lot of hecklers in my time on stage but the uh, the one time the one the few times I did it was basically you know did fuck your mother or something like that mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't clever I said fuck your mother it wasn't that was you clever. said fuck your mother yeah I said fuck, oh, your, mother. fuck your mother <laughs> yeah it wasn't clever but you know I just wanted them to shut the hell up to be honest with yeah. you it's at the point now where like I don't know I feel like hecklers in general pick on People who were maybe like people who were like kind of weak. Like I don't, I don't usually hear a heckler say something to someone that's super confident on stage. Right. Mm-hmm. So at this point, like the if I hear anyone talking during my set, it's almost at the point where it's mostly people saying like, like oh yeah, that's happened to me. And sometimes you can maybe have like a quick thing to say to them to get them to realize not to say that. But right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to get better about not like berating a paying customer you right. know? not not firing off <laughs> not attacking insults. someone <laughs> not firing off insults <laughs> i haven't done it in a while really well that's good that's good what's uh have you been on stage lately at all since covid um yeah uh 
been hosting at the Comedy Attic on the open mics. Awesome. And I'm there, like, every other week now. So I'll be there uh, this Thursday. Well, by the time this podcast comes out, I guess it will be last Thursday. Mm. But today, whatever, I'm not doing that. Today's the 27th, so... In two days, I'll be hosting, and then uh, on Friday, the 30th, I'll get to open for Emil Joaquin. He's doing, uh, he's headlining the show before he leaves for New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that he was moving. Uh, is he, so, how, so, Emil's been doing comedy for what? Less than us, right? Um, I would say about, or about the same, maybe? I think, like, three years. I think about three the years? same as Okay, me. yeah. Are okay. you at about three years, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah I started, um... I started maybe three or four months before you. So when I met you, I did uh, the first time I met you at our, one of our shows. It was, I think that was my third or fourth show mm-hmm. that I'd done. Um, just like I'd done open mics before that. Yeah, it was my second mic when I met you. The yeah. first one I did was just an open mic at Bear's place. Right. Yeah, I remember the first time I met you. Just like, hey, this is Willie. Super funny. I was like, all right. And you walked to me. He's like, hey, Cody, how's it going? He's like, see your stuff. You're pretty funny. I was like. Cool, man. <laughs> now, the first time I think I met Will was before he did comedy, though. It's when you had your long hair, and we mm-hmm. went to that party out there at Bender Lumber. Oh, yeah. And then, like, there was a fight, and I thought that you were in it. <laughs> no, I left before the fight, because uh, I, I got kicked out already by the, by the time <laughs> the fight happened. But, and that was back when Will drank. Yeah, I was... Yeah. I mean, I remember being particularly fucked up that night. I'll tell you right now. Like, I remember <laughs> I got, uh, like... Lifted up off my feet and, like, thrown out of the place because I was trying to break shit. Like, I, they were playing beer pong, and I tried breaking the table. <laughs> I jumped on it, and I wasn't heavy enough, so I just, like... Uh, let's be honest, people. For those of you who don't know what Will Concanna looks like, uh, he's a very small man. Yeah. Uh, like a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. 5'5", five, five, uh, <laughs> 110. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very small individual, uh, which... Let's be honest, though. That table, they didn't they didn't go cheap, man. That was a pretty good table. It was one of those yeah, lifetime it, ones. It was like a... Uh, I just thought it was a shitty one, and I... It wasn't... <laughs> it, like, wasn't even a, like, a typical beer punk. It was like right. a... I think it was wood or something. Yeah, like, it was yeah. stupid for me to try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But it's like those videos you see, and, like, somebody jumps from, like, the second story and right. lands on the table, and it still doesn't break, and they're oh, like, yeah. what did you jump off of? Um, just got like a running start, maybe jumped off, off of a chair or something. <laughs> so not even that high. No. Yeah. Well, you were just so drunk, you just didn't care. No. I remember that might have been the same night that I was there and I was so drunk that I lost my phone in our friend's car and we didn't get it till the next morning because I pinged it on that find my device. Yeah. And it died and his driveway. in the building. Mm-hmm. No, in his driveway. It was in his driveway. Really? Yeah, it died in his driveway, so we knew exactly where it was. Oh. Yeah, I remember being super fucked up, and this guy was peeing in the parking lot outside of the building, and I was so drunk that I walk up, I walk, I'm, he's like facing away from me, and I walk up behind him, I was like, hey, you want me to hold that for you? And he goes, well, get the fuck away from me, and Ryan's, Ryan yells at me and tells me to get in the truck. Yeah, because it was extremely weird. It was a wild <laughs> night. It was a wild night. It was I, fun, though. I definitely do not do that anymore. Uh, I'm 28, and I am too old for that shit. And anybody that says any different is uh, might have a few issues. I get yeah. I mean, I thought I had a good time. It was fun, besides you trying to hold some guy's dick. Yeah. I just know, I know that when Will was, 
was uh was not sober and he was drinking. Uh, he got you got into a lot of just random things. You're literally Brad Pitt from Fight Club. You oh, would just man. start. You would just be in these fights, and I was like, "How did this happen?" You're like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was getting in a lot of fights. I, I mean, that's what the last straw was that before I got sober was getting in a fight at Taco Bell. Yeah, which and it would that whole thing. Like I got in a fight at Taco Bell, went to rehab, and haven't had a drink in like five. I don't know, five hundred some days. I can't remember. Yeah, well, that's awesome. It's a lot, yeah, but it that's is. awesome. Yeah, it was like, it was a tough time, but like now my, I think I'm way sharper on stage and I've got just like great material from, from right. being in there for so long. I feel like the best thing you probably did for your comedy career was get sober. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I think it's helped you develop uh, more material. It's helped you develop a routine mm-hmm. and you can probably wake up in the morning without being hungover. Oh, uh, it wasn't like, I was just straight up drunk when I w- would wake up. Oh, okay. I mean, sometimes it wasn't super uncommon for me to wake up still blacked out and like for me to wake up like, or go to blackout like a Thursday night and then just like be at work. Like that's And the then you like come to and it's the middle <laughs> of the fucking day. Well, for a while it's pretty fun because you're <laughs> like just drunk. Like you're yeah. not feeling like shit. You're still ready to party and I'm like prepping the kitchen. It's going pretty good. And then like once... Once, like, you're just coming, like, down further and further from the alcohol, it's so not worth it. You know, right. it would be crazy because I would be at that point and be like, I'm not going to... It's not even like I was, like, I'm not going to drink anymore. I was just saying, I'm not going to drink today. And by the end of the shift, I would get a shift beer and drink it. And then next thing I know, I'm blacked out. Ha. Huh. Jeez. The same day. Uh, yeah. After I, you just came off of the, yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that's, any yeah. days off. That's when you, yeah, that's when you know. That's when you know you got a, you got an issue. And I got stuck in a, in that rehab for 30 days without leaving and, like, had nothing to do but write. Right. It was pretty cool. Which is awesome. I mean, that's, I, some people, some people, they need that. And I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like for your career in stand-up, you needed that reset. You needed something to give in your life that would change your perspective probably and you probably have a deeper perspective now because mm-hmm. it's really hard to write jokes when you're shit-faced mm-hmm. yeah or to fucking care really because right. like there would be some times where you know the bear's place mike i would host that a lot it would start at 8 p.m and i'd be blacked out by 7 45 and then go host it and yeah. most people could tell i had a couple of drinks but i don't think anyone knew i was that fucked up no, right. i think so well when you when you drink constantly every day it's really easy to hide it mm-hmm. until you get super super bad we have a inside that you're trying to hide it either you're just uh i don't know it's it's kind of crazy and like you hear people say that a lot like whenever you realize that someone like, someone's acting fine, you're like, oh, that dude's had 15 drinks. And <laughs> right. you're like, oh, shit, I couldn't tell. Like, it's someone, they're just living that life. Like, that's their normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had, I've had friends that have dealt with it and they're, you know, younger than us. I've We have a cousin that deals with it off and on. And it just, it's absolutely terrible. And I knew something was wrong, especially with our cousin, because when we turned 21, we turned 21 around the same time. Mm-hmm. And we would be at a barbecue Having a few beers, Ryan and I having a few beers, and we toss we toss him a beer, and it just instantly chug it. Oh yeah! And he's like, "That's how I drink beer. I don't drink liquor like this." I was like, "What fucking sense does that even make? You literally oh, yeah. just chugged it." And and I said, "If I give you another, you better sip it, or you're not getting any more." And it, but it just escalated. He from would there. just have it down in three drinks. Yeah, it, it would. Just, it just escalated from there, and um, 
And then I've had friends that dealt with it before, and it, it has it happens from something traumatic, or they had past experience with addictive personality. Probably your parents. I mean, like, yeah. um, I think, and this is just like a stat they tell you in rehab. Like, I never fact checked it or anything. Right. But they say like if you're if both of your parents have problems with drinking or drugs or whatever, then you you've got like a ninety five chance of yeah, because right, you've seen it. that. Shit, but it's where so. you come from, basically. Yeah. So, um, what was the 12 step like what was that like um i don't do it like people in aa like who are super like into the like the, the, text, steps, the yeah. textbook like steps and program would probably talk about shit about the way i do it but right like, uh i don't know i felt like they were all they're all like subjective and um i think it's something like three through six or like the same as like seven through nine you just do them again but right. hmm. like i did I did them all like in a way, like just not the way the the program really. Like, Other people would like, do it, yeah, basically. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because the friend I had, he he was going through the steps. And he's like, "Oh, I'm at this step, and I'm just calling to apologize for anything I ever did." I was like, yeah. "Oh, I appreciate it, man." Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, "I I really do." And then he tried to get in the church for a while, and it didn't really work out. And I'm just like, I feel like <clears throat> as long as you maintain on your own level and you're doing it, you're doing it your own way, and it's I feel like you can't do it wrong as long as you don't revert back to what you used yeah. to do. Yeah, and I've done, like, all the steps in a way. Like, one of them is for you to, like, surrender to God. And, like, I'm not... It's just not really what I believe in. But, like, right. I've done something, like... I don't know, in the program, they just tell you to find, like, a different how- higher power or whatever. Yeah, so, something like, about mm-hmm. higher power. Yeah. yeah, so, like, I mean, I... Just being drunk all the time, you're self-centered, not being drunk now. I guess I have a higher power in, in terms that, like... I just hate that fucking term, higher power. But, like, I right. say I have one in terms of, like, I realize that there's things bigger than me now. Like, it's, right. it's just not all about me. So, that's, that's like, what right. that step means to me. Like, for the ones of, like, <clears throat> um, like creating a personal inventory uh, to find people you have resentments against and tell them and to track everyone you've ever found, like, everyone you've wronged and apologize. Like, the that's a cool idea and stuff but like the way they want you to do it is seems the way all the sponsors who are super in the program wanted me to do it seemed weird to me where they're like all right you have to like spend like eight months writing your life story and remember every single person that you ever met and like every time you've ever held a grudge like it just seems kind of crazy like yeah (laughs) that's that's a that's a hell of a fucking story Mm -hmm. so so what i did like i apologize to people that like I made an asshole in front of myself, too. And I think the best apology I can do is just to not be a drunk asshole anymore. Did you apologize to the Taco Bell guy? Um, that is actually... Uh, there's, like, a loophole in that step, too. They're like, oh... Uh, <laughs> if you kicked his ass, you don't have to apologize. <laughs> uh, they're, like, they're like, if you feel like it would bring harm to someone, then don't apologize to him. Okay. Huh. So... Uh, one of your other fights are you uh, was at. So, how many fast food restaurants have you been in a fight at? I don't because know. I know there's a steak and shake in there somewhere. I yeah. remember that fight. I fought at steak and shake twice. Twice? Yeah. <laughs> Different ones yeah. or the same? One? No, it was the same one. I don't know where it is. Maybe just like people treating customer service bad. And so, is it people who drunk. work there you're fighting? No, I was never fighting the workers. Oh, okay. No, he was there just hanging so out. I'm trying to get food. I ain't fighting. He was there just hanging out. And when Will is drunk, he has this douchebag radar on and he it right. senses that shit. <laughs> and then he just, you know, five foot five, 100 pound Will just wants to be like, yeah. yo, bro. 
Why don't you be nice to the lady making your fries? <laughs> it wasn't like one time I remember, um, one time I just got in a fight at Steak and Shake with this dude who was in there because he was being like super rude to the waitress and I was just like actually not saying anything to him at this point. Like a girl I was with was like, was like screaming at him and then they were getting in a shouting match and it just escalated from there and I got involved with it. Oh. That dude was humongous. So. <laughs> I would, you guys keep talking. I'm going to go pee. Yeah. There is some... There's some, okay, so I don't know what it is about, like, late night, restaurant, fast food, whatever, diner. Shit goes down. We've been at, like, a Denny's before, and this guy was yelling at this lady in the booth next to us, and we knew the dude, and he was being, like, a real dick. And it's super weird. I don't know what it is. I don't don't know what, I don't know if it's a full moon every fucking time or what. It's crazy, though. It's probably just because people were in there after three in the morning. Right. It's it's places like, though, like Steak and Shake Denny's where they're open after three. So people who are drunk, that's the only place they're going to eat at. Right, exactly. Alcohol's never de escalated a situation. I know, not at all. I'm I'm actually, uh, when I drink, which usually my alcohol con, like intake during a week is, Probably once a week when we record, mm-hmm. and I have two or three, and that's it. I'm done. I don't have any more than that's that. That's why you started the extra podcast a week, so you can start drinking more. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I got to divide them up now. I got to have a beer and a half. I got to save it in the fridge. <laughs> no, I just... It, because that's all I can handle now. I, I'm not a... Will you grab me another beer, too? Yeah, what do you want? Uh, the blood orange. But, uh, but yeah, it's just... I never... I, I used to be like that. When I first started comedy, I was in a phase where I would drink... Um, just to get fr- Friday to Saturday, mm-hmm. so fr- all day, all yeah. day, and that was every weekend. And it got to the point where he would have to carry me out almost every, or at least help me to the truck every single weekend. And it got to the point where I was like, "Oh shit, I should probably stop." And I quit drinking for three months, mm-hmm. um, just right off the bat. Realize how much money you're spending too. Oh yeah, it yeah. was a lot. I mean, we lived together, and we, I mean, we had a dual income, and we. We didn't have to pay for much, but still, it was to the point where my own twin brother had to help me to the truck every fucking mm-hmm. weekend. And I wasn't, I wasn't small back then. I think I, I lost about a hundred pounds back then, but I wasn't small. Mm-hmm. And still, it was just, it was one of those things where I was like, something's got to fucking give. Yeah, yeah, it was entertaining, but. Man, if I lost a hundred pounds, I'd be dead. Yeah. Bro, if you lost a hundred pounds, you would be a shoe. Like, you yeah. would have one fucking shoe and that's it. I'd be like 10 pounds or something. How much do you weigh? Uh, I was 110 last time I weighed myself. Okay. Well, I have a scale in there. We're going to have to weigh you after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And then and then we'll just uh, we'll just have my girlfriend just wrestle you in the living room yeah. and see who wins. Also, yeah, I know how much my clothes weigh now. Because I weighed my The other day, I just weighed myself and weighed myself with my clothes. Really? Okay, <laughs> so that's where you're, you, your clothes weigh 10 pounds. <laughs> they weigh, no, they weigh about like 4.4. 4.4, okay. I'm wearing like what I'm wearing now. Okay, see that's what's weird to me is if I'm wearing like this shirt and these shorts, it's it's like it's a fat people clothes way more. It's <laughs> yeah. more fabric. It's more, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's more fabric. Dude, my jeans weigh like 5 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Okay, maybe not 5 pounds, maybe like 2, 2.5 or 3, but still... Like you, if you have a shirt and some jeans on, and you're a fat person. You gotta add like five, six pounds. Yeah, and just to make yourself feel better. But you know, it, weighing you know weighing clothes is is a part of it. You just gotta weigh naked, man. It's the only way to go. Yeah, I'll explain that to the doctor when I go to the doctor's office. Excuse me, miss. I gotta take my clothes off. It's Cheyenne, like, so what, you've never seen a wrestling meet before. <laughs> grow, grow up. It's the most accurate way to to weigh myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think our 
our senior doctor, senior as in she is she is uh, she's older. Um, she's an elderly lady, but she's still she's still uh, still serving the people. But uh, I think she would shit like I think she would shit literally like uh, a brick. Like an actual fucking clay brick if you took her clothes off. And you're just like, well, you gotta wait naked, bro. Yeah. yeah you're still resting me? She's probably got kids. She's been around her before. I think I would leave my underwear on. Yeah, underwear that's, what, that's what you have to say. Be like, what? You've seen a lot of dicks. You're a doctor. <laughs> doctors do see a lot of dicks. I mean, yeah. it's probably... Doctors do see a lot. It's okay. probably so... Dec- like desensitized and like it's not a sexual thing, right? I if mean, you, I guess if you're a professional. It's could not you even successfully like have sex if you're a doctor? It, it would like, be weird, dude. I was just thinking about like, yeah, if you're a doctor, you're just always I feel like diagnosing what's wrong with someone, especially right. like a lot of doctors. I feel like one who knows the most about hygiene. Like you just right. probably think everyone's gross, <laughs> right? Like, right. Have, like, any bad it's probably just like. What is this weird thing on your ball over here? Or like, why does your areola look like that? It's probably it's probably something like that. Super technical. Yeah, but I think if whoever, like if if that's your partner or whatever, then you're like you're always good. You're always healthy. You're like, yeah, it looks like you got a lump over here. Let's check maybe it. maybe doctors just choose their partners by who's like the most manageable health wise. It's just like yeah. you, you're really balanced. I think we should date. Yeah, it's probably like the opposite. Like if you have any anything that you're self conscious about, I bet a doctor would be like, oh, uh, like probably. Like, if you were self-conscious about something with your body and you had, like, a girlfriend that was a doctor, she could be like, oh, actually, um, like, 19 of the 23 people that came in today had one of those. Like, (laughs) have, like, sample sizes. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. 19 people had a third nipple. I know that, I know that, yeah, I know that Cheyenne's, so Cheyenne's sister is uh, studying to be a dietitian. She's in her graduate program. And so if, if we start talking about food, it's just instant because that's what she fucking does. So yeah. it's instant. It's like, well, this and this and this and this and this. And then she, she can go off for five minutes. And that's why I, I connect with her, excuse me, her sister, because I uh, am really into health and nutrition. So I, we can just go on a tangent and Cheyenne's just over here to the side because she doesn't give a fuck. I was right? going to ask you about um, during like lockdown, quarantine and stuff. How was that for you? Were you? I saw you actually doing some workout videos. So yeah. I know you were working out still. Yeah, I I think the lockdown has uh, been the most beneficial to me. Oh yeah. Uh, because I worked out a lot from home, uh, like five days a week. I did kettlebell workouts, bodyweight exercises. Mm-hmm. I bought a bike. Yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah. We also threw away the bike. <laughs> I I had to throw away the bike because it broke. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I bought a bike and I rode that literally fucking everywhere. I rode it so hard. You know, because I'm fucking fierce on a, on a on two wheels. Mm-hmm. That you know, I had to get rid of it. But <laughs> but uh, I don't think that was it. Yeah, I bought a bike, and I just did a lot of stuff from home. I hiked. Um, I walked a lot. I ran. It was just all stuff that I could do by myself at home. And I think I flourished on the lockdown mm-hmm. uh, more so than a lot of other people I know. Yeah, we talked about that before. You know. We've we've said that it's it's not honestly besides the quarantine and everything it's been not a bad year. I mean, right. and we've said it's been horrible for other people. People lost yeah. their jobs. People have died. Yeah. All this shit. But like, you know, I've kept my weight on track. I've lost more weight than I ha- ever have. You know, during quarantine. So, I mean, it's been it's been all right. I mean, I feel like it gave an opportunity to for people to sit down and focus on themselves. Right. Even though work didn't slow down for us. Mm-hmm. Because we still have to go to work every day, and we weren't working from home. But I feel like it gave us a t- some time to connect because we're not focusing on going out, yeah. right. going out of places, stuff like that. So it gave a lot of people time to focus and connect on themselves. And then also on the other side, 
I heard people just like, I can't wait to get back in the gym. It's been six months. And I'm just like, bro, you ever heard of push-ups and sit-ups? I'm like, <laughs> calisthenics you ever yeah. heard of? Yeah. I don't know. It's just been a crazy fucking stressful year for everybody. So Right. And I don't know what 2021 has to offer, but I'm going to say more stress. I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to put it oh, It's just not going to get better, better for a minute. No. No. For no, sure man. Not. Maybe in 2031. 2031. That, yeah. that, that'd be, that'd be, that, I think I'm going to shoot for 2031. I feel like that if it's just like, like a, if it's just like Elysium, yeah. it, like when it becomes Elysium with fucking Matt Damon and they just, I really those. like that fucking movie. It's a good movie. What's yeah. the movie? Elysium with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Elysium? Elysium. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Bro, it's, it's like dope. a it's like it's from think the of people District 9. It's from the people who made District. Yeah, okay. think of District 9, but people can have robot bodies and when they die, they don't technically die. They no. they basically go up to this but fucking like, people this live ring on earth thing. Yeah, people live on a in the sky. Uh, like oh, a new place okay. in the sky and they have these machines that cure all diseases. Yeah, can you pull up a, a poster for that. And all I the, feel like and, yeah, and all the poor fuckers are trying to like get the fuck up there. But yeah, but like Earth is like all the poor people, and then Elysium is a new like a space station. I love this. I actually really place. love. This I feel movie. like I saw a uh, preview for this. Maybe yeah, I actually trailer. really love this movie. But yeah, you got like a robot body. Uh, but yeah, they have these. What mach- am I thinking of? There they was... have these uh, machines that like these scanner machines. It and looks that's like a dude from District Nine. Okay, yeah. it looks like an MRI, and like this this lady who lives in Elysium is just like covered in skin cancer because that's all she does is lay out in the sun all day, and then she just gets in the machine, and then it cures her of her skin cancer. It's just like that's that's the Elysium. It's like a fucking ring in the sky. Wait, like, you going back to that last one? What does that say? Does that say chemtrail? Chemrail. Chemrail. Oh. <laughs> Why does it say chemrail? It's a space gun. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, they're the... Uh, Gotta get the side shot. Yeah. They're a household name. Yeah, chemrail. Yeah. And space. Household. Space arms. Yeah. Space, space weapons. I was it's, thinking of... Uh, it's a dope-ass movie, though. Yeah. I, I saw this trailer for a movie, and it was... I think it was Matt Damon, and he was like... Goodwill Hunting? The no, little, he was the like... Where they're little? Yeah, where they're little. Yeah. 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 What yeah. is that called? I don't know. I heard it sucked up. <laughs> I heard it suck too, but I was like, "How the trailer looks so good!" I, 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 it's like it's a futuristic thing where you can either stay big or you can become little and go to this new society. That would be really cool, actually. Downsizing, is downsizing. That it? That's yeah, it, dude. Yeah. I thought it looked so cool. It's like, do you think that's possible? Like the world's so fucked that they turn us tiny, they turn us into like the borrowers, and we just live in fucking doorways and shit for a while until well, the world gets. Honestly, better. see, it would Fuck it would it. help the it would help the, it would help the population problem. To tell the truth, I think that I think a real a real the most real timeline for the end of the world is the movie Wally. Dude, Probably, yeah. yeah. I was just if you were able to make everything small, like. You know what I'll do? I'll just build a house for a penny with materials yep. and then just live in it. Until some, like, everybody else is going to be small and Will's going to be the same but, Like you have, this, yeah. you have these tiny neighborhoods and like some drunk driver comes along and just takes out the whole fucking neighborhood. <laughs> and they're all fucked. They're all dead. Bro, my dog would just murder a whole population. A third of the population yeah, is just sitting on the carpet. I don't know. To be safe and like not killed by like random stuff, you'd have to be the size of like a bacteria, but then you've got to fight all the bacteria guys. And yeah. It's a mess. I and bet. then you got to go to the bacteria Elysium. And Can you imagine if you were that size, how scary like a single cell organism would look to you? It's like Horton Hears a Who type shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. If we were, If we were just all borrowers, I'd be okay with that. I guess. 
I'd be alright with that. He's scared of vacuums like dogs. Vacuums are fucking scary. I guess if you're small. Yeah, if you're small. Think if you're like a, a like a dust bacteria. You're like, you're fucked. Just strap yourself to you're, the fucking table done, so you don't bro. get fucking sucked yeah, up. you're done, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Or what if we were all like inanimate objects? What if we were candles? What if we were all candles? I mean, I've said this before. I thought it was a funny concept when I was drunk. Like, what if everybody was small but everything else was big? So every person yeah. in the world was midget slash little people slash dwarf, right. but everything else was big. Is your podcast in the metaphysical category? I mean, like... You guys are just talking metaphysics now. You should yeah. you should put it in like the yeah. We're anything. I, I asked Ryan. I asked Ryan. It's like Ryan. a science podcast. Well, I asked Ryan what I asked Ryan what categories we could be in, and uh, I looked it up, and it's comedy, and then it's comedy and culture, which I feel like we're. No, I feel like we gravitate towards culture. It's comedy, comedy interviews, and comedy news. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. But, you see, have you at, but see, when you look at Joe Rogan, it's like comedy and culture and. Fucking blah 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 blah. Elon I mean, Musk we can vagina. Pick whatever we want. Do you think Elon Musk like has a vagina? Like not on his body, but you like know? he just has a vagina in a box. I think and, he, like him and Grimes. Like, he's pussy like a champ though. It, yeah, I mean, I think Grimes. I think Grimes is attractive. She's she has very obscure names for babies though. She I really don't name. know nothing about none of those people, and I don't care to. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's certain people where like I just have a threat like. I've crossed I've crossed my threshold for people that like I'm not interested in in learning about like I'm not interested in learning about those people I'm not going right. to like I already know too much about Paul Giamatti you know what I mean <laughs> I don't need I can't have any more information <laughs> that's crazy I uh, Cheyenne has been my girlfriend has been on this kick of podcasts that she just she just finds randomly like this one all you people that are listening out there just found this one randomly. Unless you know us. Um, and she's been on this kick. She, Either that or you thought it was a porn podcast. Right, exactly. You definitely thought, you definitely, you preverts definitely thought this was a dirty podcast. Oh, that's probably, I wonder if you ever get like a one person listen, I don't know if you can track it, but like if you can see if someone's ever just listened once and never listened again, they definitely thought it was Yeah, a, usually a if there's like a spike and then it doesn't happen again, that's usually yeah. what happens. Or they listen to the first episode and they're like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, most people, I heard most people, they're just like, I listened to the first episode and then the last episode and then I just judge how good you guys are between them. I was like, that's the worst fucking scale rating ever. You need to start at the new ones, and then if you listen to, like, ten of them and you like it, then start backtracking. Me, I do, like, the first, I don't know, like, ten, or the last ten, and then I'll start in, like, a middle. So, like, start at 40. I definitely do not start at the beginning. No. I definitely do not start at the beginning. Once I know that I like the podcast and I can listen to it, then I'll start at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But don't fucking start at the beginning. Norm normally, I just I just don't do that. I don't know people that do that. It's like it's my rating scale. It's like you do you do you dude, but yeah, that ain't a good way to be. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like we could definitely broaden our categories. Um, I mean, we could we could we could do. We're not comedy. I mean, we do talk about news, but we're not like comedy news. So when to do comedy, uh, lifestyle, can there be a Joe Rogan category? It's like Joe Rogan, so every time he gets tagged, we get tagged. I mean, what he what did the, what did Spotify just give him? If there's one podcast that Joe Rogan listens to, it's the Comcast. No, it's not. He doesn't listen to shit. Joe dude. Pesci listens to this. No, he does not. He might. Joe Pesci doesn't give a shit. I would love to talk to Joe Pesci. It'd be dope before okay, he dies so, anyway. So, so do you think he? 
Okay, what what character do you think Joe Pesci uh, sounds like the most from the movies? Like just seen? in his speaking voice? Yeah, just normal voice. I don't know. I've only heard him in that one, like, what, he got like an Oscar or something. In, in Goodfellas? Yeah, and he, for supporting actor, and he, like, gave, like, a weird speech, and he just, I heard he just hates talking to people, so, I don't know, whichever character <laughs> talks the least. Sounds like, that's the same with, like, Bruce Willis. I heard Bruce Willis is a total dick, and he's, like, really hard to work with, but he's Bruce Willis, so you kind of have to work I with him. I hear that Joe Pesci was an asshole or anything, it just seems right. that he's, like, he's just introverted. He, he likes comes to work, himself. and, you yeah. know, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like De Niro, basically. It's like, yeah, I'm De Niro, whatever, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, Joe Pesci, I feel like he doesn't like to talk to people, so his, his character in uh, The Irishman is pretty quiet, so maybe mm-hmm. that one. And because he's old as shit. Yeah. Both of them are. If you could have Joe Pesci at your uh, at your house for the day, what would you do? I don't know. I would probably cancel on him just because I think he would... <laughs> He would, he would not want to do it. He'd have a bad time, and then I'd have a bad time because he's having a bad time. <laughs> I'd be really, really self-conscious about it. Joe, yeah. you want to go shoot somebody? Come on, let's go shoot like, somebody. like, hey, Joe, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like one of those boyfriends that's never had a girlfriend before. You'd be like, you okay? Something wrong? I go, no, hey, I, Joe, was something wrong? If I was going to hang out with someone uh, like that, I would go golfing because you don't, you know, you're just being... I mean, I go golf with my buddy, and we talk a lot, but you can also go out there and just enjoy the silence of golf, you know? Right. People get surprised when I tell them I'm in golf. I mean, I've just you surprised me when you told me you was in the golf. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of recently started getting into it more, but right. Yeah, that that is surprising that you're in the golf. You don't seem like the golfing type. No, I love it though. And you're a big basketball fan, mm-hmm. and you Huge have NBA fan. I predicted, uh, I predicted the Heat and Lakers in the finals after the All Star break. I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> this is a personal victory. Um, I just feel good that. I don't know. I, I feel like I spoke like I called it, it bitch. Yeah, I, I, I feel <laughs> like I spoke it into existence just in like in like January right, or whenever right, I was right. like. And then uh, Jimmy yeah. Butler and Tyler Hero were tough. Kendrick none. <laughs> so are you a huge? So what's your team? Bulls. Bulls yeah. Yeah, because I know you got a Bulls mm-hmm. tattoo. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a fan of the league in general. So I mean, like, I mean, there's organizations that I like more than other ones, like just the Pacers because they're here in Indiana and. It's really nice to go there for a Bulls game because I feel like sometimes the stadium split in terms of like right. Pacers jerseys and Bulls jerseys. Right. And uh, like my brother worked for uh, like the Pacers like sister organization, the the Fever for a while. So I've just always had nice experiences with them. I think the the players for the most part are cool, but then there's also like other teams that I just don't really care for. Right. Like, right. So uh, I just I I can I'm not into basketball. Mm-hmm. I, I I played basketball when I was a kid. Just not into it. I actually don't even really watch sports anymore. I just, Me either. I used to watch sports growing you up. You start gambling. Do what? You start gambling. Yeah. I, I used to do the uh, the DraftKings for a while, mm-hmm. but then I would lose all the fucking time because I'm not good at betting. Also, yeah. last time we went to the casino to gamble, Cody got fucking carried out. Yeah, I, I, I got kicked out of the French Lake Casino in he Indiana, did. yeah. Like, why? What do you do? I was too drunk because he was passed oh, out. Really? They thought I was going to knock over, like, machines and shit. No. I won 160 bucks last time I was at French Lake. Usually we win, blackjack. like, usually we win, like, 300. Yeah. Um, what do you play? Uh, the high roller slot machines. Oh, you guys do slots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I am, I am not, I am not frivolous. I will, frivol, I don't know, I can't even. Frivolous? Frivolous, frivolous. enough. Yeah. To play any kind of cards, and mm-hmm. I will fold like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will fucking lose all my money. I'm super into card games, or I guess just in well, 
I guess there's three I like a lot. I love playing spades. Um, I like playing blackjack at a casino. And then I don't like digital poker, but if there's an actual room in a casino where people are sitting at a table and you buy in, I like doing that a lot. I actually play poker. I try to once a week or once every two weeks. If given the opportunity, I'll play two or three times in a week. Hmm. Oh, right on. Right on. Yeah, I just... I, I, I like... Um, it's roulette. I like do, uh, playing roulette. Dude, my brother... It's weird because your brain works in a casino. You have to find what game it is. Because my brother's really good at roulette. He's Anytime I've seen him play... He, he's smart enough to like hedge his bets in a way that if, you know, it's chances are it's not going to land on a number you put it on, but he does it in a way where he puts it on corners, sides, one on black, one on even, whatever, enough that he hedges his bets and he can play for like an hour or so. So like at the end of the hour, maybe he's down a couple, just a couple of bucks, like worst case. And then best case, he's up, like I've seen him maybe 100 or so. Huh. Right. I can't play it. I lose money the fastest. <laughs> Me too. My my method is to go to the high roller side of the casino, go sit down in a slot machine of my choice, just a random pick, throw a hundred dollar bill in there, and if it hits, usually I'm making three hundred, three fifty, mm-hmm. and then if not, I lose it, and I have sixty dollars in Ryan's pocket for mm-hmm. drinking money, and I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Like the sort of, I'm not a gambler. I bring, I bring, literally bring, I bring like 160 bucks. I give Ryan 60, and he takes my debit card, and and uh, I keep my ID, of course. That's but good. It, yeah, but Ryan takes my debit card and my 60 dollars of drinking money, and if I lose my hundred dollars, I'm just like, hey Ryan, give me 20 bucks, and I have to bring him the change. And that's yeah. it. Like, I can't gamble with it. Yeah. Last time we were there, we weren't even there for like an hour and a half. And then I got a call and said, hey, we got to get out of here. I'm like, why? And we like, oh, your brother's kind of fucked up. And he's like five feet away from a slot machine. Yeah, just like, I was out. No, I was, I was seriously, I was leaning back in this chair. The machine is where Ryan's sitting. Yeah. This chair, I didn't know they moved. So I'm just laying back. What do you like mean this. he didn't know them when they moved? I, I didn't know the chairs moved. That's I thought they were there. there. <laughs> and I'm leaning back here like this. And the security guard is standing over me like this. Yeah. And he's talking on the radio. Right. He's talking on the radio because he's wondering, like, what the fuck to do. And Ryan and our buddy walk up right in the nick of time. He's like, he with you? He goes, yeah, we're fucking twins. And uh, so they get me out of there. And Ryan goes, come on, Cody, let's go. Or no, sorry, you tell it because I don't remember. Uh, I tell him to get up and he immediately just falls back down in the chair. And we finally get him up, and all these old ladies are like shaking their heads. Well, like, do the the like the guy, I will. but uh, all these old ladies are just like shaking their heads, looking at him and stuff, because of course they're there all the time, and they're just like, but <laughs> just young kids. And there's this guy sitting beside Cody, five feet away up at the other, you know, slot machine, and he just kind of looks over and stares at Cody, and Cody looks over at him, <laughs> and he looks up at me. He's like this fucking guy, and that guy just gives him the shittiest fucking look right. ever. And then we get him up, we start walking outside, we try going through the same little, like, thing, the little spinny thing or whatever, and we can only fit one of us in there. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't remember, that was back when I was drinking a lot, like, mm-hmm. on the weekends. Right. And I don't remember anything from that night, and I woke up, and I got home, and I I, uh, I was like, oh, shit, wait, I, I thought, I was like, hey, I had vouchers. And I came back with $140, and Ryan he lost money. He came back money. with more than me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ryan yeah. lost money. I came back with $140. But I, I kept asking you what you had to drink, and you, you couldn't give me a straight answer. And then I asked you that morning, and then because we, we drove down there, and he had like a liter vodka soda. Yeah. And then uh, 
when he got there, he said he had like three beers, uh, three uh, tequila sunrises, and three double shots of Crown in an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, Brian, come on, we'll, let's get a drink. You're like, okay. And right before that, like before he got in line, I had just taken a shot of double, a double shot of Crown, mm-hmm. and I got back in line, and he didn't think I had that. So, no. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, and then trick, I bought trick, you one. And trick, tricked me and made me tricked buy you. you one. <laughs> tricked you, but it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And I woke up and uh, my buddy basically lied to me and said that I got banned from the casino because I uh, I knocked a whole row of machines over. You about <laughs> fucking did get banned. Yeah, yeah, they they almost kicked me out. Which they're not gonna fucking kick you. Literally, unless you knock down a whole row of fucking machines, I don't think a casino's gonna kick you out because they want your money. No, but you could have knocked down a whole row of machines. I definitely could have. Crush, I was, I was, the, I was the perfect size to knock down a, uh, a slot machine. Yeah. yeah Taking out a waitress with drinks, anything. Right, right. You could have done yeah. it. I feel like they're lenient, if especially if you're in a situation where like you won 140 bucks, because that's the exact type of person that they want to come back. Someone who's like, who feels like, yeah, I outsmarted the right. casino in the house, because like you're gonna come back and lose it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I remember the reason we had free rooms for about four or five months. We would go once a month and have oh, a yeah. free room because Ryan one night spent three hundred, three hundred dollars or something, three or four hundred dollars. It was a lot. It was a lot of money. He he went back to the ATM like three like three times, and after that night, when we made like, hey, give me your debit card and you take mine, and we each have our own drinking money cash because uh, it was ridiculous. I've always wondered because I've never had like a room offered to me at a casino, but <clears throat> I've won a little bit of money before, and it's it's like a, such a common thing. I wonder how they know, like, if dealers come up to like the the floor boss or whatever, and they're like. <clears throat> Hey, this guy's kind of hot right now. You might want to offer him a room, or if it's just someone keeping the, an eye out. For the stuff. way the the way the French Lick in Indiana one works is you have the membership card, and it's mm-hmm. tallied on that. However oh, okay. much you lose, or however much you pay in, mm-hmm. however much you win, it's based off of that. You either have to lose a lot mm-hmm. or win a lot, but. You get rooms a lot faster by losing a lot. But I also feel like it's kind of like just like movies too. Like right. they see this machine fucking going haywire with the lights and shit. They're just like, hey, go check this out. And then they just radio it in and be like, right. oh yeah, this guy won, you know, five grand. Hey, let's give him something. Yeah. But we literally, you lost $300 and we had free rooms for like three or four months. One yeah. uh, one room a month for like three or four months. We did. Now I don't get any more. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been in years though. No. Dude, if I'm up five grand. I'm probably at least going to lose four of it. For sure. <laughs> Jesus. Free room? Yeah, I'll sign me up. Yeah, dude, if I'm staying if I'm staying overnight and they give me, like, free room and I've got five grand, which in my gambling mind, I'm like, oh, this, is, this isn't real money. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep playing and right. chasing that probably. How late are you fucking staying up, though? Because um, I, heard, I heard a lot of people, they sleep and they wake up at, like, 3 a.m. and then they go hit the machines after that. Last time I went... Um, we went at like five in the morning around that time. Like we left Bloomington at three Jeez. and went there. And that was like, I understand why people do it. Cause it was the best time of day to go in there. That's yeah. what they say. Cause all the people at night, they've been played all night. Right. Yeah. And they're getting ready to hit. So right. I wonder what the casino is like at COVID. There's yeah. like, ah, we don't give a fuck. Well, well it's with this open one, now. So yeah, with this one, it was nice because so it was so late and the dealers there and the dealer makes like a bartender's wage, like less than, seven bucks an hour so they want you to win so that they can say so you tip them right and i remember like i was sitting there and maybe like 
maybe it was like this with the dealer here, like three guys in the dealer and the dealer is giving me advice and I'm asking him like every single time, what would you do here and why? And he's explaining the rules to me like, yeah, you know, you're going to, it's like, you're always going to want to double down on the hard 11. Uh, if you ever get two face cards, don't split those. You got 20 already. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Everyone always splits those. And like, just giving me all this information and I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. And then there's also like the guy sitting here is also feeding me information like, hey, don't hit on that. And I'm like, why? I've got 13. And then he's like, look at these bus cards. He was like, he's like, trust me, just don't hit. And I'm like, it seems like a 13 is a shitty hand. Why would I not? Right. But I'm like, okay, I'll trust you. Uh, this guy doesn't hit or maybe he does or whatever. Anyway, it ends up getting to the dealer and he gets a bus card. He gets like, he gets like 25 in bus. So I'm like, okay. So, like, it's really not you trying to win all your money for yourself. You're trying to play as a team against the dealer sometimes. Right, you know? right, sometimes. If it's cool, if it's five in the but morning. But see, when I will go to a table and I, I got $100 to spend and I put that $100 down, it's gone in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the quickest I've ever lost fucking money was at Blackjack. And it's like four people and they're like, and I win like... People getting mad at you and right. shit. Yeah. And I win like one or two hands and they're like, oh, great job. And I've had some like really encouraging people and then... I lose the fucking thing after 20 minutes, and I'm just like, nah, I'm out. I've been there for 20 minutes, and they've been sitting there for an hour. Yeah. And I I was like, sorry, can't hang. The one thing I don't, I can't stand is like when you got the, like the drunk people, and they win like 20 bucks, and they're like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just can't hang with uh, serious money spenders. Yeah. Now, I have hit a jackpot on a penny slot uh, one time. I won... So I went like a, I went like eighty dollars on a penny slot, which it rang for like ten minutes, hmm. and the lady or the guy sitting next to me had been at that same machine all night, and then it hit, and they he just was right the beside me. He was right beside me, and he was so fucking pissed. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where they've been sitting there playing all night, and they see you walk up, and two minutes later you hit a fucking jackpot, and you win like a couple. Hundred it's usually dollars. older people too. There's yeah, it's always old people. Fuck. It's always old people. I put some bets on tonight. I'll show you guys what I did. Do you guys, either of you guys watch baseball? No, I hate no, baseball. I hate, ba- I hate watching baseball. I don't watch baseball. You know what's interesting, really. though? The lacrosse. Oh, because the, when the World Series? Yeah, it's a World Series tonight. I put down, uh, let me see. What what do you use? Um, I, I have FanDuel and DraftKings, but I usually just use FanDuel. Um, and I'm, I'm just betting, like, super small amounts on them because I don't really know anything about baseball. They said that's when when you should stop gambling. It's whenever you gamble on stuff that you don't give a shit about. But huh. I have uh, just like three bucks on this guy to get two hits, and then five bucks on the Dodgers to score first. I think those are two solid bets, and I'll get back like twenty bucks. Hmm, that's crazy. So and I just bet in units. So are you saying you have another problem, <laughs> another gambling problem? No, because like you know, I'm, I'm gambling like five bucks at a time and stuff. It's like, like I give a shit, but then the guy don't give a shit about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it got to the point where I'm like not able to eat or anything, <laughs> right, right, right. Like I'm not gonna do that with a five dollar bet like every once in a while. Like, like, it, it's, I do it's like bread bologna for a week. <laughs> I will say it's like very compulsive, and I like it a lot. Yeah, right. It, it it's fun to gamble. It's mm-hmm. a legal, it's a legal crime. You totally do mm-hmm. it because I don't like to. I don't like betting big amounts of money. Makes me nervous. But if me and you were gonna play like beer pong or something, I'll like I'll throw five bucks on it. Like See, if I'm anytime I want to compete with someone, like I like to make it a little interesting like that. Right. So you're really stoic. So if we sit down at a card table, you're mm-hmm. just gonna fucking give me a run for my money because I'm all like, Yeah, we're having fun and you're just like I do feel like I take it seriously. 100%. More seriously than other people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 
And you're just like, hey, look, we're playing some cards. Be like, shut the fuck up, okay? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm actually, I try not to tell people to shut the fuck up when we're playing cards, but like, <laughs> it happens. I try to speed it up as much as I can because there's nothing worse than being at a card table and asking someone, like, dude, if I ask you more than twice, if you're going to check better fold, like, I'm kind of starting to get furious a little bit. Right. I realize everyone else is just like having a good time, so I have yeah. to reel that back in and maybe make a joke or something. Yeah, you. So fun, good time. Will has to come out. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, and, bitch, you gonna fucking and uh, burn your fucking house down? Will has to go away for a yeah, minute. Right. You gonna fucking play cards here? We're gonna chit chat all night. <laughs> You're like, hey, shut the fuck up and fucking check. All right, check on that, bitch. Jesus. <laughs> That's fucking Maybe great. Maybe that'll fucking night. That's funny. And there's all sorts of little things you can do when you're playing cards to speed a game up. Right. What what what, what do we got? What what's your go to? Um, I have two decks of cards there. And then while one hand's being played, you can shuffle the other one, and then because some some people just take ten fucking years to shuffle a deck of cards, and I'm like. Like, we're playing the hand, and then I'll just shuffle one and set it out here. And then by the time the hand's over, then you just deal real quick. Yeah. You can tell Will's got that fire. He's just like, deal the fucking second hand. <laughs> I mean, well, the problem, it, it's not so bad. Like, I like to sit and talk at a card game, like, for sure. That's what most of the right, fun right. is. But part of it is some people, um, like, they think, of, like, dude, you're betting 50 cents in this hand right now. It's not a lot, like... I don't know. So people are reluctant to bet, even though it's such a small amount. So the game will take fucking four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to sit. Most of that's just like I really like this, and I would even if I want to sit at a table for four or five hours. Let's keep the game moving and play two of them. So what's your golf conversation like? Hey, hurry the fuck up! No, we gotta get to this hole. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. <laughs> super, super relaxed most of the day. So you're I night mean, and day between the two. Yeah. Then. Whenever I'm golfing, like, I'll get mad when I go out if I hit a bunch of bad shots in a row. But, like, you can't even be that mad when you're golfing because it'll just fuck you up for the rest of it. So, yeah. like, really my whole goal going out is just to hit some good shots and, and relax. I would say golfing is very fun. Enjoy the outside. Right. Yeah. So, what's your golf attire? Do you have golf attire? I got, like, some shorts I wear. And then, I don't know, if it's cooler out, I'll just put jeans on. Like I, Right, right. Uh, I've got some shoes. I've got... Like, shoes are my own clubs, and maybe if I'm going to a course the first time, I'll wear a collared shirt. Yeah. But. You gotta have you gotta have a hobby, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I like... I have more hobbies than I can count, mainly outdoor things, yeah. uh, fitness things. So, I have a lot of hobbies to invest in, and it's one of those... It's just like, I can't fully invest in one or two. I invest in all of them because I like mm-hmm. so many. Mm-hmm. So, it makes it hard to fit them all in, but... That's that's one thing that I did during quarantine. I mean, I literally fit all of them in at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, I mean, it was time for people to learn new hobbies, you know. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, like all the bikes were gone. All the kayaks were gone. Uh, people started, I was just like, I was really pissed because I know that the majority of the population doesn't know what a fucking kettlebell is. And I would go to buy a new kettlebell because I really wanted a new one. And I go there, and there's none left. I was like, these motherfuckers, you could ask my girlfriend, I was like, because these motherfuckers don't know what a fucking kettlebell is. There's no kettlebells because people like you are getting fucking six pairs of them. Yeah. I got I got one. I got one. I see four right here. Okay, okay. I got three. <laughs> I got three during quarantine. I got three during quarantine. Now, there's also a litter box in the corner if you didn't see that yet. It doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't matter. The yeah. litter box is for me. I'm not too much. If I had an ideal day with 
all my hobbies, like my favorite one, I would probably wake up and go golfing kind of early when the sun's like coming up. After that, maybe probably watch like an afternoon basketball game, go play some pool, go do comedy, have a good set. And then afterwards, the rest of the night, just play poker. That's like my ideal day. Bro, I I can dig that. That's like, that's like uh, a post-lottery life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at no point, if you notice, I didn't say nothing about fucking, okay? Because I'm (laughs) waiting until marriage. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Shit. That's right. Will's a virgin. (laughs) Super virgin. Will's a virgin that fights at Taco Bell. Might as well be. If you can go so long without having sex that you become a virgin again, then yeah, pretty much. So, so are you, are you calling yourself a virgin again? Is that what we're saying? So basically, if a girl touched your shoulder, you'd just blow your load. I don't know. I, I hooked up with a girl like two times over quarantine. And Were you wearing masks? Were you, was the social distance? I was, I, was, I was wearing something. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just few and far between. Like it happens every once in a while. It happens about as often as I, as I win one of my sports betting bets. Oh, right on. Right on. <laughs> so. Like, every once in a while. Well, every once in a while. It's just every like, once in a while, some lucky girl. And then he, he gets in poker mode. He's like, come on, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Deal with second deck, damn it. <laughs> You're taking too long. Let's like, speed this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty good. Well, what time are we at? You want to keep going? Uh, we're at 110. 110? All right. Uh, so, uh, so, you are single. So, are you looking for... For a relationship, are you looking for a long term? What are you looking for? I mean, you're 26, right? 25. 25. Yeah. So you're getting to that age. I mean, I'm 28, and I have a girlfriend. We've been together for, yeah, we've been, we've been together for almost a year, mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things where I'm happy, she's happy, we can coexist in the same fucking space together mm-hmm. for long enough. So hey, let's just stay together. So you looking for anybody? You just playing it by ear or what? I don't know. I don't go out of my way to meet new people right. super often. Like, I like meeting a new person. Like, maybe I'll meet, like, a new comic at an open mic and say what's up. And, but I like a short interaction. Like, I don't want to meet someone and learn so... Like, I hate when you meet someone and you learn enough about them and be like, Oh, that sucks. I thought you were cool. Yeah. But you... <laughs> they tell you your life story. Their life story. Right? Yeah. Like, I thought you were cool, but you... Like Long John Silver's. Yeah. Like, I can't hang out with you anymore. <laughs> Let's just say that if somebody came up to me, if a girl came up to me, if I was single, and they told me their whole life story within the first 15 minutes I ever met them, I'm not going to further a relationship with them or even try because yeah. I'm going to have to hear it more than once. Yeah, um, It's not like hearing a life story. I'm just saying. I don't you don't want somebody that talks too much. Is that what you're saying? No, it's not. It's not the amount that someone talks. Right. I don't like meeting someone. I would rather kind of know someone than know someone. Right, right. So you want a relationship that blossoms from a friendship that you already know for a while? No, I just don't want to meet anyone new. Oh, okay. I know an appropriate amount of people, and none of them are my girlfriend, so... (laughs) I, like, I don't want to meet anyone else. So some, okay. All right. He doesn't want to learn. Enough. He doesn't want to learn shit about anybody. No. And he doesn't want to fucking meet anybody So else. Uh, Will is, Will is content with who he is. So actually, I'm, I'm trying to lose friends. Like, I'm, I'm just cutting people out of my life. Right. <laughs> so Will's, so yeah. Will is single and he's not looking. Is right. what we've established. But if you are searching, Ryan is single. Yeah. And Ryan is also not looking, but Ryan will talk to anybody. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Also get along with anybody. So. Right. Will Will tries to get along with people. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, do that second deck, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess just I'm a, that's a, a pretty accurate thing about me is I'm, I'm a little bit impatient. 
Yeah. Yeah, you would, you would, okay, so you definitely couldn't probably seek a relationship and you probably couldn't be a very good parent because patience is huge in everything. Yeah. Huge. I, I, just, just being in a relationship, but I know people. I'm patient with my dog, I guess. I don't think that's the same thing. Because I'm no, patient with not. our dog too, because she's an old fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be patient with an old. She just gets you an older. You got to be patient with an old fat dog, right? Uh, because that's the only thing that you can be with an old fat. See, dog. See, I don't know. I feel patient. like you may grow out of that. Because like I've definitely changed when I was 25 to now. I feel like you're probably just in a phase, and one day, I mean, one day your dick's gonna be like, "Hey, bro, well, we ain't coming a long time, like regularly." So we're gonna have to. Something's gonna have to change. About that. That's how I used to be when I was. Like, around 25, I didn't give a shit about anything. I just don't care anymore, yeah. I didn't care yeah. if I hurt anybody's feelings. I didn't care about anything, but I now... Mean, I try not to hurt someone's feelings, right, but, like, right. I just don't care about, like, trying to meet someone new. I'm Ryan right. did not care about anything. No, but, like, if I said something and somebody was just like, I can't believe you said that. It was just like, I don't give a shit. Shouldn't have said this. Speaking of being impatient, though, um, <clears throat> I want to tell you guys one new joke that I haven't tried on stage yet before right. we leave. Good. It's pretty good because the... Like, the punchline is nonverbal, so someone listening to this will just get the premise and they don't get the whole thing. But you guys will hopefully laugh at it. All right. So, it's just about, like, I think my favorite season is summer. But there's even things that I don't like about summer. Like, I don't like getting bit by mosquitoes. uh, Because I get bit mostly on my wrist by mosquitoes, and it makes me look like I'm an impatient person because it looks like this. (laughs) <laughs> so that was a half laugh I don't know if I'm going to end up yeah. trying that on stage yeah. <laughs> it wasn't oh, bad yeah. it wasn't bad you know in certain rooms that would kill in other rooms it wouldn't right I think it's pretty yeah it's, just, it's, it's just clever like, oh, fuck. Yeah. it's yeah. clever no I like it I like I it like clever. if you if you like sell it really sell the it the one thing yeah. about the one thing about when I would write jokes and I'm like, man, this is clever. This is great. It, you know, it's it's catchy. And I go out and tell it and it either catches. It's like, it's like you stay here in Bloomington it, it, it and it either fucking, fucking kills. It, it, it either 20 fuck, minutes right, and it, it dies. Either, it either fucking catches or it just like fucking just bombs. And I'm just like, damn. I was like, I thought that was good. Yeah. And I tried it a couple more times. I mean, you have to you have to try a joke. At least say it, three times. Yeah, at yeah. least three times. And so people basically just, just kind of go yeah. percentage wise, like, hey, two out of three, one out of three, you just got to kind of base it off of that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you just kind of, uh, maybe we should just try something else. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't get up on stage like you guys, but like, I, I'll say funny stuff at work. And then there's this guy who sits beside me and he'll just be like, it's not funny, but everybody else is laughing. I'm just like, well, you're, there's something fucking wrong with you because yeah. everybody else is laughing. Do you tell them there's something fucking wrong with them? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> there is. <laughs> yeah so so your basis so so uh your basis is tell it three times and then uh just kind of go off of that i don't know like i feel like i was just trying to think of like a couple of jokes that i've tried that i never got to work and i, I was like yeah I, I probably tried that like three times before i was right I was like, comfortable yes. with it no like before these are jokes that i've thrown away where i'm like I've tried that three times, and I'm just, I'm probably not interested in, in right. it anymore. Not in love with right. it. There's been some that I've had to throw away that were just, I really liked them, and I had hope for them, but they just did not work, and I guess I, that just basically means that, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. But I really liked them. I was just like, man, I suck. I hate that that didn't work. Right. And sometimes I'll throw a joke away for, 
Like, there was one I tried doing for a while, and I threw it away for, like, a year and a half. And then um, me and Grant, one night at Bear's Place, just both had the goal of going up and trying something from a long time ago that never worked and try to reword it. And then I think me and him both got ours to work again. That was pretty cool. Right. That's 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 always good. You, you always yeah. got to... I mean, you always have to try new shit out. You yeah, always sometimes have to you have material that you're not ready for as a performer, right. I think. Yeah, you always got to bring back the and old And sometimes shit. you restructure it, and you're just like, oh, wow. Yeah. How many notebooks do you have so far? Uh, how long have you been? Three years? Yeah. Th- yeah, so how, how many first notebooks one, do you have? My first one I lost... So that's one. That sucks. Yeah, it was. I remember when you lost that. You lost your. You were drunk. Glasses too. You were drunk. You lost your glasses. You lost your notebook. You lost everything. Yeah, that was like a year's worth of jokes. It was. Yeah, it was like my first year's stuff, and then that was maybe like halfway or three fourths of the way full. And I've got a full one, and I I always get like the little ones that are like this big. Right, right. And uh, but that's like I don't put like my free form writing in those like. Every page in one of those notebooks is a set that I've done and, like, where I was and yeah. I made any money on it, whatever, how much time I was doing. And then, uh, yeah, so I've got that first one that I lost that wasn't full, my second one that's all the way full and, like, falling apart. And I've got a third one that I'm, like, a quarter halfway through. What I did a while back, uh, it's about a year, it was a little over a year ago. I got a binder with loose leaf paper mm-hmm. and all of my stuff that I know I'm keeping um to store for later i keep all of that stuff i write it it takes a lot of time because i'm not i'm writing it down multiple mm-hmm. times yeah but i keep but it you all, have to though yeah you know? i keep it all there so it's nice and clean <laughs> yeah and then i have like the yellow the yellow notebooks because i write mm-hmm. i write they're the bigger ones of the full pads the legal pads because i write um Kind of, I kind of summarize my jokes, mm-hmm. but they're full form sentences. Yeah. If I do bullet points, it almost doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sometimes if I've rehearsed a joke enough, but other than that, I just I can't. Yeah. I just basically do free form. And I know some. I know some people. I've talked to one guy that does it regularly here in town. He writes the entire. I mean, his is paragraphs, hundred mm-hmm. percent paragraph. I feel like it just works for you. Whatever yeah. works for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it bugs me when people have like a paragraph, but. It just kind of likes me a little bit. Right, like it's too much. Right, when you see it, just like, do you like just because that I'm, word for word? Just because I'm so opposite. Because <clears throat> I do do like just a topic and then bullet points. Right, right, right. I see. I I've done, I've tried that before and it works. If I, but other than that, I try to summarize and uh, I just go off of that. Yeah. I've heard some people talk about it. They're just like, and they just have one word and they're just yeah. like, oh, I instantly know what that is. Yeah, yeah. So my notebooks is whenever I'm actually recording something that like I'm doing, you know, and then these are like, I just put like free form short things here. Oh, okay. So you just kind of bullet point and summarize in short form, box, short yeah. as form as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. Yeah. that I feel like you, you find your flow and you find out what works best for you. Yeah, for sure. And that's basically all you can do. And after that, you're, I mean, as a comic, it's kind of, you're on your own. I mean, yeah. we're working together, but we're also competing against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like you got to find the love and work together as much as possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how much how much time do you got? Like, are you good for a minute? Like, what 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 time is it? Right now? I don't care. Okay. Well, how what time are we at? Um, it's one twenty five. One twenty five. Do you want to get into some news topics? Let's go ahead and do some news topics. All right. <clears throat> I might have to use the restroom real quick. Yeah, right, that's fine. I'm quick bathroom break. Have some more water. My voice is getting hoarse. Yeah, no problem. More calorie heavy foods, probably. I know. I just need. Yeah, I should eat shit that like. 
like the Michael Phelps diet. I need to start eating yeah. just like really or bad honestly, stuff like, for me. Honestly, like just junk. It was just like McDonald's stuff that was like high in calories because he burned like with every muscle you're using swimming, you know, and him doing it so much. He was right. I forget how many calories he would eat McDonald's. Oh yeah, dude, dude. Uh, you should look up his his diet. That's kind of like um. Bike riders too, like when they're doing like opens Jordan and shit. Fans, yeah. So if they so, burn like four thousand so calories. So what's the Jared Fogel diet? Like a like a six inch and a little boy, or what? It's mm. <laughs> <laughs> pretty low hanging fruit. You're better than that. Yeah, I you're right. Uh, so Michael Phelps diet. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna be shocked probably if you've never heard of it. I mean, reading the diet the first time is pretty jarring. Oh shit! Right. Twelve thousand calories a day. Yeah. Shit, son. That's more than like a that's that's a that's more than a bodybuilder. Oh, mm. uh, let's see. Do we just have a list? I don't want a video. Oh, I mean, like he looks great. I mean, there's yeah. not. I don't, there's no fat on his body. No. no so there's something about a swimmer body, dude. They have broad ass shoulders. Mm-hmm. And they almost got that perfect V cut. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like a cut athlete. And there's that. Oh that, wait, wait, go down. Yeah, go down. That Ryan Lochte. Mm-hmm. That, that's that dude that like. There you go. Okay. Breakfast. So for breakfast, uh, a three fried egg sandwich, three chocolate chip pancakes. No, it's no, not a three, three fried egg. It's three fried egg sandwiches. It's three sandwiches. Oh, three sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! So that we're talking like bread. And one yeah, egg on yeah, each yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, three chocolate chip pancakes, a five egg omelet, um, three sugar coated slices of French toast. Damn boy. Uh, a bowl of grits, um, and for lunch, that's like that's that's easily like a, almost a thousand calories. Mm-hmm. So for lunch, half a kilogram of pasta. That's a lot. Yeah. What is a half a kilogram? So of pasta? a kilogram is like two point. Two pounds or something? Are you fucking kidding? I think so. Or a pound is two point two kilograms. So basically, a box of pasta. I might, I might have that backwards, but either way, it's a lot. Okay, so we have covered in mayonnaise. uh, Two large ham and cheese sandwiches covered in mayonnaise. Uh, Gallons of gallons of energy drinks. Gallons plural sounds pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty fucking excessive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, dinner half a kilogram of pasta again. Pizza and energy drinks. What the fuck? Are, are you sure this is for real? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think that might be like the pasta he's. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So he's getting like, most of that's just because he needs all those calories and, and carbohydrates. Carbs, yeah. It seems yeah. like he, then, he more or less wants to drink his calories than it's just for, eat it. It seems yeah, like he wants to have a intake. fucking heart attack. And if he's working out that much and burning that many calories with like the sugars and the fats and stuff right. that he's eating, is that really that unhealthy for you? If you're working all the probably not. I mean, it, I feel like um, I feel like the en- too much energy drinks gallons is a little excessive. Wait, did it say gallons of energy drinks? It's like gallons, gallons of energy drinks. Yes, what it said. It's like gallons. <laughs> Gallons. You must. You fucked up on sandwiches, and you fucked up on gallons. That's. I saw the gallons of Gatorade or whatever. But no, it's like gallons of energy energy, energy drinks. drinks. It's like gallons of Gatorade. Who knows? I mean, who knows what it could be? Maybe well, he's a he's, Red Bull fan. He doesn't have like a, a, a typical human body, you know. Right. No, it's no. just someone. No, dude, he won the most. Gold I say he might be. Him. I say he might be sponsored by something, and he gets that shit for free anyway. So he's yeah, just he like, won the most fucking gold medals ever. 
Uh, that's fucking insane. And I love like superhumans. Like he's a legitimate superhuman. Yeah. You win that many gold medals. Uh, you win that many gold medals, and you smoke weed. Like, yeah, you're you you you're awesome, and you're cool. So I mean, you're the perfect fucking like like he's the evolution. Like he's our evolutionary like hierarchy. Yeah. being Michael Phelps is one of them. He's right? also the first person I saw where they did that cupping thing. The for the circulation. Where oh, they, yeah, uh, yeah. they go to the like the massage parlor and they take right. that flame and then put it on. All the NBA like, does that now. Yeah, he literally. Because the most most Olympic athletes literally their actual um, their actual lifespan is like uh, what is it like four point five years? So they most of them are only in one Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, but he won six gold medals in three separate ones or two mm-hmm. separate ones or something like that. So he's Pele, got Pele won like four World Cups, I think. Right. See, that's crazy. Paying. So that's crazy. So that's why he's such like a superhuman because. He was in there longer than normal, and he won the most gold medals. He retired, ever. didn't he? He retired, but I mean, they tried to strip his gold medals away because he smoked weed. And it's just like, bro, he smoked weed and he won six gold medals. It's not gonna affect him. But wasn't it in like Canada whenever they went or somewhere, Amsterdam maybe something like that? He it was, wasn't even. I don't in think they season. can strip you for that because it's not. No, any, it's he wasn't. Like, he and it was off they season tried, too. They, they wanted to. A yeah. lot of people wanted. It's like to. someone getting a DUI. Like you're not gonna take away. I know that. I know they pulled no, sponsorships. Like John they, Snow. They John Snow. John Snow got a public intox and he got more popular from it. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that what's his name like something Kit. Uh, Kid, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kid uh, Harrington. Kid yeah. Harrington got a fucking. He was being a creeper at a bar in New York, and he got more popular for it. Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool whenever athletes have like just unexplainable longevity. Like LeBron James is in his seventeenth year in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, he's about Finals be, MVP. Yeah, just won a championship. I mean, he's I, how he's been in since he was. 20? 18. 18, yeah. from high school. That was, yeah, that was when they, that was back, that was back when you could still do it. And then yeah. they changed it, like, not too long after that. I'm trying to think of the last guy was. I had Dwight Howard came from, from high school. Right. Um, there's That's another insane, kid who, dude. like, had, like, a loophole because, like, it was something. Right. Dude, who was this kid? I'm, he's in the league right now and I can't think of who it is. He was a white guy, wasn't he? This. I don't know. This dude who I'm thinking of, um, he's a black dude. Trying to think where he, he was, I think he was considering IU for a while. I wish really? I could remember who it was, but right. he was like, I think he played at like a prep school his senior year or something, right. and they considered that like college or something. They considered hmm. it like not high school ball, so huh, or like really? he can go to the league. See, this is so crazy though because yeah, it wasn't a white dude though. When you see players like that that go straight from high school, like you're walking down the fucking hall next to this guy, but. They are next level people. Mm-hmm. Like they're not fucking real people. Have like, you ever watched the documentary about LeBron when he was in high school? It's incredible. I mean, he yeah. was he was a, a businessman at that age, pretty much. I mean, yeah, like, you literally you're a celebrity creating a brand from your fucking high school since you were like nine. Especially with like social media now. Like if you're getting into it now, like you could basically have your own fucking business on social media before you even fucking graduate high school. Tyler reviews toys and he has the most fucking subscribers ever. Didn't he make like forty million dollars? He a makes year or the something? most out of any YouTuber ever, and he reviews toys. Yeah, he's like seven. We should review toys. Why? Because maybe we'll get if we if we switch this podcast right now, no cussing, no bad stuff, no perverted stuff, and we say the Comcast reviews toys, but not sexual toys like regular toys. Dude, we're we're fucking up I feel there. Like we have to change the name though. Nah, Comcast. 
It's her last name. Comcast and you're viewing toys. Like, yeah, if you thought you were getting spikes from people trying to watch porn before, like, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what happened. Yeah. The Comcast reviews toys literally sounds like one of those sites that just, like, pops up on your fucking web browser back in, like, 19, like, 99. And you're just like, what the fuck is this shit? And then you click <laughs> on it and then it's like, spam, virus, fucking malware everywhere. LimeWire? Yeah, fucking yeah. LimeWire, dude. I remember that. Did you get FrostWire when they shut down LimeWire? Yes, Wire? yeah. And then that fucking shut down. And then every time it's just like, you cannot download FrostWire. This is a blah, 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 blah. whatever. I remember I, I loved it because I, I, my buddy showed me FrostWire when LimeWire was still working. And I was like, what? What's FrostWire? Why do you use that? And he was like, it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like we use that. Uh, we use LimeWire. You introduced me to LimeWire. Yeah. And then Frostwire came out. I was like, hey, LimeWire shut down. And then Frostwire came out. It was, it literally, it, it, it was a, it, it was an evolutionary thing that literally let everybody pirate songs and movies and audio from everything. Mm-hmm. Well, and, it was so hard to even, like, to even just get, like, a song from, like, if you straight up bought it from iTunes or a CD and to get it on your iPod, you had to be a fucking computer programmer anyway. That shit was yeah. so hard. So yeah. I was like, well, I know how to do all this stuff anyway. Like, I might as well, like, I've taught myself how to pirate it. Might as well just do that now. Right. And literally, like, everybody pirated so many songs. Yeah. And we told her mom about it. She was so worried we're going to get, like, the government called on us or something. I was like, mom, way worse than us. I was like, we're 12. I was like, we're, yeah. we're okay. We're, we're good. I do remember the first time I heard about a CD burner. I was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, you can just take a CD that you bought, upload it, and then... It stores on your computer, and then you can just recreate those CDs with a, a CD burner. And I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, this is like, why? Why are we buying this shit right now?" I remember around the time, like maybe my older brother or I got my license. Like auxiliary cords weren't super common because, like, not everyone, like, not everyone had like a smartphone that with like data readily available. Like, right. People had smartphones, but you weren't trying to use all the data back then. So I remember CDs were still super popular and there was some program that everybody in my high school used to burn CDs, but they weren't playable in cars. You could listen to it somewhere else, but it's not in a car. I'm like, Huh. Well, it's it's worthless. Yeah, it's worth, you, yeah. This you can't number. play it in a car. What's the point of having it? Cool, CD? I'll go. I'll take this home and go listen to it by myself later cool. <laughs> in my room. <laughs> just go listen to me in my room. I gotta plug my headphones into my stereo and just lay in bed and just uh, pretend to read a magazine. Yeah. Oh, cool. You it. gave me nothing. You gave yeah. me a, while I'm listening to the new Breaking Benjamin yeah. CD. You gave me a blank CD. You gave me something worse than a blank CD because I could put something on a blank CD correctly. And listen right. to it. In my you phone. can't do anything right. to this. And then they had the cassette players where you t- had that cord coming out of your cassette player. Right. And you plug your phone or yeah, your yeah. MP3 player in there and then it'd play through your car. And now it's just like if you want a CD player in your car, you're fucked. Yeah. You remember yeah. when you used to be able to smoke indoors? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> ashtrays on the carts at Walmart. Oh, uh, remember the ashtrays in the doors of your car? Like they were in the oh, little yeah, flip, yeah. flip things. Yeah. How the fuck do you dump those out? You, you don't. Can't, you you don't, have to vacuum them. Yeah, that's I've crazy. I've never thought of that before. Yeah, like how do you vacuum out? You can't take them out. I've ashed in people's before, but I've like never had a car. <laughs> I, I there was a guy in high school that we there was a guy in high school that was on the football team with us. And we were riding around in his old Cadillac, and he had those in there. And so if somebody was smoking his car, they'd ash in that fucking thing, and they never got cleaned out. And he. The, the an old person had the car before him and it was I flipped it up one day and it was full it was from the person that had it before and I was like dude you know how clean these days like no man I was like what oh, it's crazy I, I knew a dude who had a, a new car so like not like previously owned by a smoker or anything like a new car 
and uh, him and his buddies like we would cruise around, smoke cigarettes, and and like we would shit this car a bunch, and but like an unruly amount of cigarettes were smoking that car. So <laughs> so that the white the white like upholstery in the inside was fucking yellow. Really? Yeah. Damn. And he was like, oh, he was like eighteen, so he couldn't have, like that damage had to have been done in like two years, just like chain smoking. That's crazy. Like if the car's running, someone's in it with a cigarette. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude. I yeah, that's that, literally like the effort you have to go through. Like my my old truck when I was in high school, it had a cigarette light. It had a cigarette ashtray in the dash. I was just like, there's so much trouble to go through there and vacuum that out. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like like when you go to take your car detailed back in like the 80s and 90s, just like hey, don't forget to vacuum out the cigarette ashtrays in the door. It's just like one of those things, and if you don't, you don't like give tip them or anything, and they get right. a bad review on like not Google because it wasn't invented yet. <laughs> that's so weird to me that like, so that's built for like ashes and not butts because it's not very big and the butts wouldn't right fit in there very well. So at the point where you're throwing your butt out the window, why don't you just crack the window and, and ash? Like I think it's psychotic. Right. People used to it used to be way more common. You still see some psychos doing it now, just smoking a, a cigarette in your car, right? With like everything rolled up, especially right. in wintertime. Yeah, maybe I can understand it in wintertime, but even still, I got just crack, crack your window. Your window. Yeah. Fuck, fuck it if it's wintertime, dude. Yeah, you and that's crack. like you know. Is it, okay, so you smoke cigarettes uh, currently. Yeah. Is it worth it going out in the freezing fucking cold? This I think cigarette? about quitting every winter. Really? <laughs> so it's just like, is it one of those like you just suck it back for as fast as you fucking can and then throw it out in the hell? I'm a, yeah, I'm a quick smoker anyway, though. Right. So it's just yeah, you think about quitting every fucking way, but winter's coming up, man. You might make it this time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But also, like, I've got it. Here's because I work from home. And you can order whatever you want to. Right. Like just ship to your house. Right. Like, I could just never leave in the wintertime if I wanted to. Yeah. But, uh, and that's if I wasn't doing mics or anything. But I, I'm i still going to have to go outside a couple times a day just to let my dog out. So, like, I'm, I'm you, you can't get around being cold in the wintertime. Like, I'm going to be right. cold. And right, then, and uh, you weighed yourself before you came back in here. And you weigh less than you thought. He yeah. weighs uh, uh, 105 pounds, everybody. Whopping 105 pounds. How'd that come at you? I float I float between... I, I gain a couple pounds and lose a couple pounds, like, super quickly, though. Right. But I usually float between 105 and 115. And the heaviest I've ever been, I think I was, like, 120 or 125. Right. That's Have that coming at you at a fucking car table if you ain't hurrying up. Or in a fucking drive through parking lot. Or right, a, right, a right. fast food parking lot. Bro, if you're, if you're in a second shake at 3 a.m., you're being a piece of shit to your server, or watch out. Hey, Will, listen, Will's got his eye on you. This guy, the the big dude is second shake. He outclassed me, sure. Beat me up, fair and square. Not going to say he didn't. <laughs> but I will say I out-wrestled him for sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, Will, fun fact, wrapped you like a tree, son. I was, yeah, I was on the wrestling team. Yeah. I think I'd, I wouldn't beat either of you guys, but I think I'd score. I'd score a point. How would you score your point? Probably an escape. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's Very fair, fair enough. Very fair enough. Very fair. Fair enough. I'd get one escape, maybe maybe a reversal, and that's about it. They'd break your leg. <laughs> one of you guys wrestled in high school. That right? was me. He yeah. Did. Yeah, I wrestled in high school. And then and then Will just throws out the card deck, and he's like, all right, man, hurry up and fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> hurry up and fucking deal, bro. 
Like FanDuel's coming on in like 10 minutes, bro. That right. game is getting ready to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to get some new topics? Yep. Let's do it. All right, so this couple, wait, did we already do this one? What is it? Couple names are the yeah. Oh fuck, we already did this one. Never mind, you pull yours up. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I forgot we already fucking did that one. My bad. So a German man sets a world record with 516 body modifications. Uh, this happened on the 23rd of this month. The German man set a Guinness World Record for the most body modifications. He said he isn't finished altering his body yet. Is there a picture? Yeah, bring this up, Cody. It's on. Okay. It's on UPI. Is it? Maybe I would. I would be delighted if it's the guy who I saw in the Guinness Book of World Records a long time ago. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't I, think this is the same guy. Oh, oh dude, shit. Dude, I think it is that guy. Is it, is it him? Yeah, he just looks really fucking bad or I mean, really good. I don't know which one. Different yeah. every time you see him. So, uh, Rolf Bushholtz, uh, he said his enth- uh, enthusiasm for body modifications didn't awaken until he got his first tattoo at age 40. Pretty late. Uh, but then he became addicted and now he's he has... Like 60. Yeah, he has 516 body modifications, uh, tattoos, piercings, and subdermal implants, which he has, if we're looking at the pictures, and he yeah, has basically like fucking head. two tiny chodes on his head that look kind of like horns. Yeah. I remember seeing that dude in the Guinness Book a long time ago, and he didn't look... He looks completely different than yeah. he looks now, but I like how I saw someone who's a different person than where I saw before. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah, I mean, basically, the, the his mouth is just outlined with piercings. I mean, he barely has anything. I don't know. I feel like that would just get in the way of everything. I don't know. I'm not a huge... I, I would pro, I'll probably never get a piercing, but... Well, I've thought about it. I don't think there's any piercing that would look good on me. I wouldn't look good with an earring. My nose is crooked. I wouldn't look good with a nose I think you pull off gauges. I feel like you've thought about this for a while. A little bit. Just because I see like stuff that looks nice on other people, and I'm like, oh, I just... It wouldn't look good on me. Yeah. So what have you thought about? Have you thought about getting like the the the, the bull ring, the septum? Yeah, I, I like septum piercings. But I do not. It looks weird. It would just look so bad on me. I feel like some people can pull it off, but other people it just looks horrible. Yeah, so like some uh, some girls can pull it off and they can look cute, and then other ones they just look like shit. And then uh, the gauges. I know some people can pull off gauges. I think he could pull off gauges. I think maybe if I had some really little ones. Yeah, like, some yeah, tiny baby ones. ones. But yeah. like the, that you freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, dude. The big ones. <laughs> No, anything. Any, like, big hole in my ear. Like, I can see maybe sticking a little needle through, sure. But, right. I mean, a hu- I mean there's no and way. And see, do you... Okay, so do you think about the future for that, though? Do you think about the future at all when no. you think about doing that? No? No. Oh, okay. Well, hey, you're the perfect person to have gauges in. Uh, yeah. This dude did it at 40, so, I mean, you got plenty oh, of time. No, I mean, like, there's no future of me doing that. Oh. Is what I mean. Okay. Okay. Well, so, yeah, I was just thinking about... If you think about your future and you go, like, with those big fucking gauges in your ear and you're just like yeah whatever I'll be cool at 60 years no, old I'm cool with tattoos as a body mod for myself right I mean like I've seen different tattoos and piercings and stuff on like people that look good and some that look bad you know it just depends on who you are right right I think for me personally some a couple of tattoos and I'm good that is yeah. crazy though it says he has 158 just around his lip piercings yeah yeah bro you gotta Gotta keep it high and tight. I bet he cheats, dude. I bet he puts one just like inside of another one. And yeah. He, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's one. Like, oh, I mean, they get pretty close there around his lips. So yeah. Uh, what do you think his favorite food is? Mashed potatoes. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at him, bro. 
Oh. He's a whole sex shop, dude. Look yeah, at him. Yeah, he right. basically is, yeah. He's probably got a button installed in the back of his head that makes his fucking neck vibrate. <laughs> I don't know. He's like he's like that vibrating bed at a piece of shit motel back in the 80s. I feel like it's souls. Like souls of people. He sucks out your soul through your vagina. Something. He's got to be vegan 100%. Oh, he has to be. Yeah, you have to be. I wonder if he's ever tried to fuck somebody with those things. Bro, on his bro, head. his his head, his head lumps are made out of hummus. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were serious for a second. I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it Dude, looks I like he's started... like got little baby quato fingers growing out of top of his head. Right. I just started eating hummus late in life, like when I started working at Bear's Place. Dude, I love hummus because they make. Well, it's not on their menu anymore, but uh, oh, is it not? Do that? They're nah, they took a bunch dope. of. So they have uh, brunch now. And they took off some of this. It's just like a different menu now. Yeah, yeah. Is that just for the time being or for um, permanent probably or what? Yeah, I mean, it just depends. I mean, Because you got the quesadilla and you got the garlic parmesan. They got the garlic parm quesadilla. Yeah. But garlic parm other. anything at that place because everything's made from scratch. Excuse me, it's a garlic parm quesadilla? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that chicken like and a, bacon. It was like the, probably the best seller. Yeah, I, get, I, get, I usually get their chicken Caesar wrap and then it's got garlic parmesan it's so sauce. So the garlic parmesan sauce dude is homemade. Oh my god! Also, if you go there and when it's like not busy and ask right. someone to make you something, they'll do it. Yeah, yeah. any of their food there is fucking ridiculous. It's all made from scratch. It's awesome. Yeah. Really, it's I awesome. like working there. And somebody, somebody, uh, Danny Hux, he mm-hmm. always come up and he order a large thing of fries. He's like, they just got the best fries. And Logan walked up to me. He goes, another comic. He goes. Because he worked in the kitchen, he's like, dude, they're just they're just frozen potatoes. He goes, no, I'm into the best fries. He goes. You really? I, I go get a bag for you and show you. <laughs> like, they're just frozen fucking french fries. No, they are, but, like, people right. say that. Like, they do taste really good. People come in and say that a lot. Like, they're like giant McDonald's fries. Really? No, seriously. They're like giant McDonald's fries. They're, like, square and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they look like. Giant McDonald's fries. Yeah. Yeah. There is, like, pre-season, and I guess the season that they put on is pretty good. And then sometimes, uh, depending on who's working or whatever, or you can ask for the Bears Play season. Yeah, because you worked in the kitchen for a while, yeah. right? Yeah, you don't work there anymore, though, do you? No, I was serving there for a minute. Yeah. After a while, though, it's kind of hard to work, and it's hard to work in a cocktail bar for me and serve people drinks all night. Right. Probably, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. It's just the temptation, even though you're 500 and something days sober, it's just... Because I'm just seeing people having right. a great time when I'm serving for... Yeah. For the whole shift. I wish I was having a great time. Yeah. Everyone gets off work and I'm closing with them and they all get like a shift beer at the end of the night. It just seems like. And you get a shift of water. Yeah. I got got some Powerade or whatever. Club soda. And it's just like, hey, bro, break out the second deck. Yeah. Throw the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Have a virgin deck. All right. So this pair of raccoons somehow broke into a bank. Probably. 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 Probably the operative word there. Yeah, so uh, so this was in Redwood City, California. Um, so basically, they uh, were in the break room eating a tin of almond cookies. Which, if you're gonna leave some cookies at your at your place of work, bro, don't leave almond cookies. Leave like thin mints or something. I hate thin mints. Uh, so they were eating you know, a, like almonds. I love almonds. That's why they were um, left there. What? That's why they were left there, though. People didn't want them. Oh, no, dude, I, I, I take the almond fucking cookies, bro. I do, yeah, I like almonds. Yeah, so they, uh, so basically they were eating a tin of almond cookies. Um, so I guess they just struck gold for the cookies, I guess. But uh, 
The two were spotted Tuesday morning after a man using the ATM at the Peninsula Bank in Redwood City mistook one of the stuffed animals, the agency said in the news release. Uh, stuffed animals? So when our team arrived, papers uh, were everywhere and they rummaged through the trash cans. Uh, they were sev- There were several broken uh, ceiling tiles on the floor and they knocked over a computer monitor. Oh, so somehow they fucking came in through the roof. Right. So uh, the so the cookie bandits they call them uh, left the bank in disarray. But uh, how did the young raccoons manage to break into the high security facility? A tree leaning on the back of the bank's roof um, is basically the most likely the clue. Uh, so there were muddy paw prints on a tree outside the bank. So we suspect the raccoons climbed the tree to the roof of the bank, then uh, somehow managed to crawl into the air ducts. To the air ducts, like ceiling. Mission Impossible. It's like, this is like Chuck and Larry, but raccoons. Yeah. And he mistook them for a stuffed animal. It's just like, oh shit, stuffed animal, bro. Like, I gotta pull this 20 bucks for my fucking Starbucks. And it's just like, oh wait, that stuffed animal moved. No, it didn't. <laughs> I need my Starbucks now. I hate how misleading this article title was. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's it's like uh, some it could it could have just been like way shorter written too. Just be like, hey, some some raccoons got into some shit. Right. Well, it's CNN, so I mean, they got to give me the workaround. They got to make it interesting. They got to make yeah. news articles. There must have been nothing going on that day. There them. is nothing on CNN or any other news site besides politics. So it's uh, it's just one of those things. It was, it, I kind of want to kick the guy in the teeth for writing this. <laughs> just wasted. Well, What's the guy's uh, name? Put him on blast. Is it's not on here. No, go back to the listener's go time. Go all the way up. Oh, it's at the top. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Google this guy. Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Lartheridge. I think it's resell. Resell. <laughs> you need to resell this fucking article. Uh, so rescuers chased the pair around for ten minutes before finally shooing them away. In the end, uh, it's not every day an animal organization gets called to deal with a bank break-in. Uh, but since the bank robbers were mass bandits, oh my god, of the wildlife kind, we were indeed the appropriate responders. What the fuck? I'm sorry, everybody, for wasting your fucking time with this article. I know I've said some stupid ones in the past, but this one's kind of dumb. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this is kind of, I feel bad. Dude, this is local news. What are you doing? Sunday? I feel bad for picking this one. Bro, it's in California. That's everyday news. Come on now. Like, Ridiculous. Like, okay, so. Uh, uh, Robbed a bank. They robbed a bank. <laughs> they got together and and created a conspiracy to break into this place. They cased the joint for probably for probably like six months and, and yeah. had a plan. Yeah, and they're just like, all right, all right, all right, bro, this is how we do it. You break in the air duct, and I'm going to grab the cookies. The idea that these raccoons would rob a bank for personal financial gain is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, don't you think a raccoon could use some money for something? No. Like, build a house with it? No, I think raccoons are all stupid. I don't think any of them are cute. I know a couple people that have had them as pets. I don't think that's... I kind of I kind of want a raccoon for a pet. I mean... What about a skunk? What do you feel about a skunk for a pet? Domesticated. I mean, I've heard a couple of skunks are sweet. I mean... I like if it's uh, just stinky cats. I would, yeah, I would agree. It's a Dude, I, yeah, I just wouldn't have a pet other than a dog. Right. I like animals. I mean, they're... Would you ever own a snake? Are you a snake person? No, I don't like snakes either. Like, there's some, right. like... I guess they have a right to exist. I mean, yeah. Whatever, but... They have know, a right to exist, yeah. They're cold. <laughs> they're cold, and they... I'll like, never have a snake, and I'll never have a bird. I, I do. So, if a snake... Uh, so, if birds. a pair of snakes broke into a bank, dude, what's their plan? Like, how, how are they getting in? They don't give a fuck. 
A toilet. A toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a we had a guest on the podcast. Uh, guy I work with Camden. He uh, he had a fear until he was like 13 years old that a snake was going to come up through the toilet and bite his balls. Uh, so he had a fear of that like for like six years. I used to be uh, really afraid of falling up the stairs and breaking all my teeth out. So for falling a, up the stairs? Yeah, for a long time I would cover my mouth when I when I go upstairs. <laughs> like, like, is this recent or like? It, no, it's like when I was a kid. For real? I, yeah, Damn. Well, I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I lost my first tooth, I got beat up by a girl on the playground. I like, mean, that's how you lost your first tooth? Yeah, my life has just been nonstop violence, dude. Jeez. Getting my ass kicked. But uh, <laughs> You yeah. still know this girl? Um, I can look her up and show you a picture of her. Um, <laughs> so why did, she, why did she kick the shit out of you? Probably because... like, come on, bro. Do those fucking cards, dude. Uh, yeah, you, probably. Take your fat ass down the slide. We ain't got all day. <laughs> she, probably, she probably had a rough home life, if I had to guess. That or you probably said some mean shit and she didn't like it. Man, I'm trying to remember... If you were nice back then? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I remember... No, I remember being pretty nice to this person. Um, but she, like, grabbed me. I don't think she did it on purpose, but she grabbed me around the... Because uh, she she was pretty big. I think she got held back a grade, so even... <laughs> she got held back a grade. So even bigger, and I'm just, like, small to begin with. And she grabbed my, uh, like, collar and swung me around. I don't think she knew how far I would go. And swung around, like, this way, and my teeth hit the bench and oh shit like it went my this tooth went through my lip shit this way Damn. and i was in my teeth weren't ready to come out whatsoever so it was like it wasn't like a tooth that shit out. hurt it was a tooth coming out through here and it was connected like just by the roots being ripped out of my mouth Damn. and i had to yeah i remember my dad took me to the er and they didn't do anything they were like we're not dentists they're like we don't operate on on teeth and he decided to take me to the fucking dentist, like an emergency dentist or something. Right. And, um, yeah, I had to get my gums stitched back together. It was, Shit. like, pretty rough. Shit. Yeah, so I was, like, drunk. So what happened to her? Oh, let me look up. Does she have, like, a fucking face tattoo now? She's cool. <laughs> she's, she's cool, bro. Like, she she got a couple kids. She's all right. She's working the night shift. Denny's, you know, just hanging out. I mean, looks like she's married with a kid. I mean, seems seems happy. I mean, also, like, I'm not holding that against her. Like, we we're fucking seven years old. But, yeah, for a while, I was really, like, kind of traumatized anytime. Because that was my first tooth I lost. Damn. So, any tooth after that, like... The first tooth you lost went through your fucking face. I couldn't rip them out. So, like, uh, someone would just take a tooth out or whatever. I Like, if someone would try to wrap something around or whatever, I would start, like, screaming, like, really start fucking freaking out. having. So, when you lost attack. one, like, Shit. so when you lost one, it wasn't the tooth fairy, it was that girl coming back to fucking get you. Pretty much. I mean... Yeah, but literally the first one you lost went through your fucking face. Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy to me. It, it was, like, just not, not good on my gums. Dude, yeah. I got a staple in my hand one time, didn't hurt at all, I fell on it, and mm-hmm. somehow there was a staple in my hand, didn't hurt at all. Freak the fuck out. Yeah. It didn't even hurt coming out either. Well, it was crazy because I mean, I just like opened my mouth and the most blood I'd ever seen came out of it. Jeez. That's crazy, man. That's insane. Yeah, so anytime a tooth was like ready to come out, which would be like maybe at top three minute process for a regular kid, I would mm-hmm. have to sit there and I would just drool like the entire day until a tooth like with, without force would work its way out of my mouth. Shit. So you sit there the whole day just waiting on it. Oh, yeah, on, yeah. Just waiting on it. Everyone is like... Could. So 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 you just looked like this the whole time walking upstairs just covering your face? Um, Lots of times. I would, I would just kind of 
Like nonchalant, just be like, hey. yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I remember like that just being a, a real fear in my life. Like, going so what up the did you say time. to her? Anything? Just... I think she. I asked her if she had a crush on this kid named Sean. And then she fucking rammed your teeth through your fucking yeah. lip. She fucking holy shit. Which confirmed for everyone listening that oh she she's that defensive because she does have a crush on Sean. Right. And then they dated. <laughs> she fucking really windmilled you into a pinch. So what? Okay. So did you ever get an apology when you came back with a hole in your face or what? No. I no. mean, no. I think maybe she did, but like. <laughs> She should have gave me a bunch of money or something. <laughs> crazy. Give me some pennies, she bro. She fucked me up for years. I mean, yeah, just a, just a, I'm sorry doesn't really do anything. No, it, it doesn't do you any good for, for the mental anguish of covering your face when you walk upstairs. Right. Uh, and that's one of those subtle things you're not going to notice. While, while Like, if I looked at you walking upstairs, you're not going to notice that. No. But it's one of those things internally you're like, yeah, bro, I'm worried that I'm going to fall. And I'm like, you're going to fall out. <laughs> but it was just like you just have your hand like in front of your face. Like you told yourself something funny and you're just like, ah. yeah, I'm laughing at it. That's all. I think this is that guy who asked if she had a crush on. Oh, he's attractive. <laughs> well worth, well worth losing your teeth, Will. Yeah. Well worth it. Not really. Crush on Sean? What'd you say? Boom. Not. It's not worth losing your teeth. I think I accidentally knocked my brother's tooth out one time. I accidentally. I, I actually, we talk, I think we talked about this. I actually chopped the shit out of Ryan. I, I didn't do it on accident. I, I chopped your finger. I chopped your finger. What? <laughs> I you did it on purpose? No, I chopped your finger on accident, but we were using our mom's cheese knife and we were cutting a straw paper and it's just like a dull miniature cleaver. Yeah. And I, he's like, don't hit my finger. I was like, okay. I was just holding a piece of paper. I was like, don't hit my finger. Don't hit my finger. Don't hit my finger. Wham. Right on the fucking finger. Right on my fucking finger. Yeah. I've hurt you a lot over the years. Yeah. Never serious, though. Like, you've never had a serious injury. Neither of us have. Kind of could have lost that finger. Or whatever. It was a cheese knife. I don't know. It would have had a little piece of cheddar on it. You're good. Yeah, blood. <laughs> All right. Well, man, uh, that's time. We, we're almost uh, we're almost two hours, aren't we? Yeah, we pretty much are. Awesome. Let's just end it there. All right. All right, everybody. That is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for downloading. Uh, thanks for telling a friend if you told somebody. Uh, go rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to. It doesn't matter. Uh, everything is in the description. All the links. You know, go follow our shit. Send us an email. If you feel like, you know, you want to reach out to us or you want us to talk about something or maybe we said something a little bit too controversial, which we kind of do on this show sometimes. And you want to call us out on it, whatever. Uh, but we appreciate you guys so much. Of course, we couldn't do the show if it wasn't uh, for you. Uh, so thanks a lot. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your ass. Stay safe out there. Let's get the fuck out. All right, Will, do you have anything to promote? Um, by the time this comes out, I think the only thing that I'll have booked is November 21st. I'll be in Louisville. Um, at this one, one place I was at one time... Um, I think it's called Lavish Looks. It's just like a cocktail bar and oh, hair, awesome. hair salon. They do hair, too. Oh, really? Yeah, it was super fun. Last time I went, so I'm excited. Huh. So, November 20th. You said November 23rd? 21st. 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 Yeah, November 21st in Louisville. Lavish Looks. Uh, so, go check him out. Uh, do you want to share? Oh, and then, uh, yeah, Comedy Attic, like, about yeah. every other week. I'm yeah, if you're, around, uh, uh, if you're ever around in or around, if you're ever in or around Bloomington, and you want to go check out the Comedy Attic. It is world-renowned, nationally known. Go check it out. Will's there. Uh, Will is there. He is a local comic. We're streaming shows because they yeah. do uh, yeah. the weekend shows. For yeah, free. so streaming shows. So check it out, the Comedy Attic. If you want to see some good local comedy from Indiana, if you're from Indiana, 
or if you're just passing through, just go check it out. It's a great place. Uh, a lot of a lot of very popular comics have been there. You're great shows. You're guaranteed to laugh. Uh, so, Will, thank you again for coming on. Yeah, it was a great time with you, man. It was a good podcast. Thank you all so much. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, go and get some of the Baywatch beer from Big Lug Canteen Brewing Co. It is amazing. Amazing fruit beer. Great taste. Full-bodied. Awesome. We will see you all next episode. Everybody, have a blessed week. Stay safe. Remember, be the person your dog thinks you are. Drink a good beer. Read a book. And milk that motherfucking pig, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. We out.